I'm Brock Gordon. I'm Tommy here. And I'm Benjamin Duncan. And these two are going to have to talk for me a lot this week. <laughs> See, he, he did, he, 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 he's not a gamer anymore. Let's put it that way. Fuck you. <laughs> What's that supposed to be? Fuck you. It's looking rough when he turned that camera on. Yeah. That's okay, Brock. You just need to believe in yourself, even if nobody else does. I uh, dude. Why is there a picture of fucking Sasquatch on the t-shirt? Because why not? Yeah, no, that's why. Because fuck you, that's why. I'm tired because I was walking around outside in jeans and this dark gray t-shirt and a black hat essentially all day. <laughs> You staring at kids from 30 feet away? No. Hey, yo. What? <laughs> my, guy's got, my, my guy's got the looking at kids from a distance fit right now. Uh, no, I took my jeans off and I'm now in my underwear. But... <laughs> Actually, the jeans have been off for a minute, but, you know, whatever. Those Those are the first things that come off when I got home. Because I, they just hurt a lot to wear. <laughs> anyway, how y'all doing this week, guys? I'm good. Just relishing in that I was right and both of you were wrong. Sir, you said Louisville was going to join the Big Twelve. I said they might. They might. They might uh, weigh their options. I never said specifically that they were going to leave the ACC. I said. <sighs> Maybe the Big 12 might leave a call and see how they're feeling about leaving the ACC. Ben, how you feeling? How you doing? I had an absolute splitting headache this morning, but since this afternoon, I've been doing okay. We're doing good. It's called that post-EOS podcast hangover. Where, uh, Tommy, if you missed it, we did the most amount of listeners on EOS we ever had. Oh, last nice. week, uh, with how many, Ben? 27. Hmm. Nice. So I'm trying, nice. trying to get EOS back up off the ground, and we're doing that. It's pretty good, especially considering it's not on the B- main B-card channel. Alright, fuck it. Let's just get right into our big topic this week. And it's Metal Pipe. And that has been the big time talk this week. We were talking about this metal pipe. Gentlemen, how, how do you feel about the metal pipe? How do I feel about the metal pipe? I think that we're, we're getting away from the actual It's a hell of a pipe, I gotta admit. It's a great metal pipe. Very nice sound. 7.5 out of 10. You're only giving that a 7.5 out of 10? It's not as good. What about this one? Eight. That one's an eight? Okay, how about this one? Still, still sitting in the firm eight. Okay. 
Okay, good to know. Ben, what do you rate this metal pipe? <laughs> ben, what do you rate that metal pipe? That one was pretty decent. Okay, what are you giving it out of 10? Beating around the bush. Beating around the bush because I'm trying to do something right now. I don't know what, like seven? I don't know. Okay, anyway, go ahead, Tommy. Um, the Pac-12 will now be known as the Spirit Halloween. Let me know it. Because as of this past week, we have had Arizona, Utah, Washington, Oregon. Um, what else am I missing? Uh, Colorado, Arizona uh, I mean, State. I said, this, I said recently this week. See. Arizona State, Utah, Arizona. Uh, the only four left are Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. So Washington and Oregon. So Washington and Oregon are going to the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. USC and UCLA. And all the other teams are basically going to the Big 12. I was right about Arizona and Utah going to the Big 12, not the Big 10. The Big 12. And, yeah, there are only four teams left in the Pac-12. I'm going to say this. It, does it suck to see this happen? Yes. Am I surprised that people are still now catching on that it's just all money stuff. I mean, oh, oh, we'll go, we'll we'll go to a clip here from Eli Drinkwitz here in a second. Uh, that's what I'm currently waiting on loading, where he discusses uh, all of these moves, and we'll get uh, your thoughts, Tommy, because me and Ben already gave our thoughts on EOS. Go this ahead and week. get your on sale Pac-12 merch today. Oh God. 50% off teams leaving in 2024. And then uh, later on in the show, I will be giving my 13 moves that need to happen for uh, conference realignment. Here's what they need to do. Those four teams, they just need to do, they just need to make a merger with the Mountain West and the Pac-12. That way they have the big Super West Coast. No, I, 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 you know what? We'll get to it later in the show, what I'm saying that they should do. So... So hush your mouth. If you're a fan of a team that didn't go to a bowl game last year, shut up. So how about that? Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway. Uh, yes, let's continue with that. All that going is on. As, uh, God damn it, load. Load, you bastard. I'm still waiting for this to come in so we can react to it and I can share my screen of it. What is it? The Eli Drinkowitz. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, while uh, we wait for... I Ron, saw a clip pull that up. Um, I him was talking about the transfer portal. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's the thing. Eli Drinkowitz, you know, people clown him because, oh, you're SEC, not good SEC, but you don't belong SEC. There were tweets... There was, like, something I saw, I think, on Twitter, all this conference realignment stuff, that was, like, if I'm Missouri, I might go back to the... I'm, like, no. No. They have it good in the SEC. Yeah. Kind of like how certain people with Nebraska... No, Nebraska does need well. to go back to the Big 12. 
Hmm. Yeah. What have you done since going to the Big 12? Or Big 10? In the very first, like, what, two or three years, they were highly well, competitive to, in the West. We're talking about realignment. Do you want me to show you guys this scary we'll, map? We'll get to that here in a second. Did. We'll get to that in a second, Ben, because that's pretty much all we're going to be talking about this week on the podcast. Um, so... Well, while you pull that up, me and my little brother went to Hillcrest to donate some stuff that we had here at the house today. Mm-hmm. And uh, walking around, me and my little brother found an absolute steal of a book for 50 cents. Do you guys happen to know what genre it might be? I don't know. Good enough. It's armored fighting vehicles. Oh, fuck yeah. 50 cents! Re- 300 of the world's greatest military vehicles. Based. It has a red hog in there. And it has, like, pictures and then, like, everything for all sorts of vehicles. Honestly, that's kind of based. That is hella based. And for 50 cents, too. Mm-hmm. You're telling me for 50 about. cents I could get all the best fighting vehicles ever made? Yes, sir. That's incredible, Steve. I'll pay a nickel. Two pence. Let's see. Like we got the... Wait, where's that? What the heck? Boy, what the heck? Yeah, we have like the M37, which when my dad was in college, he thought about buying one of these. Where's that? There it is. A 4x4 Jeep. 4x4 Jeep? Jeep have 4x4. God, what are we doing? I don't know. Does it suck that the Pac-12 is... We're literally watching historic conference just disappear before our eyes? Yes. Watching the two the two teams that created the Pac-12 in 1915 leave. Is this Texas's fault? Yes. Yeah. It is. I blame Texas for everything. Please explain, I Tommy, why we say this, all, though. Ever since Texas has gotten their own network, this has been the reason. It's all, it's all, it will always, all the conference line stuff always will be Texas's fault. Fuck you, Texas. down for life damn right i had a new guy that i work with at my work who's a massive texas fan oh you gotta give him hell i did um however i'm not allowed to give him a lot of hell because he is on the spectrum okay so i'm not allowed to nice guy yeah i have to be you know that Eli Drinkwood's clip up? Uh, I do, and also we have a new sound in our uh, arsenal here. Hey, Liv, wacky pee-pee. <laughs> hey, Liv, wacky pee-pee. <laughs> there you go. Wait, the, was, that, was that a SpongeBob scream? I just kept hearing that. I, I couldn't tell you. 
sounds uh, like SpongeBob. Of course, you're making me do that, you little peep. Anyway, can you explain like the, what he says in the clip, though? Uh, I will here in a second. It's still doing some bushies right now, trying to get it pulled up. I'm also really tired from today. It was way hotter than I was expecting it to be. But I can confirm that uh, northeast Kansas, up by the river and the mountains up there, or hills up there, is quite beautiful. Quite beautiful. Not that either one of you care about that. The silence is deafening from you two about that comment. So hang on, I, do you do you want to get to that clip first, or my thirteen moves that I want to see, or that I made here? Let's do it. If you have the clip deployed now, it's still because hopefully by the time we finish it, will say hey. Come on, come on. Load you dumb son of a bitch. Okay, so I must warn you now, I pulled this from Twitter. <laughs> so. Scuffed as hell, alright. No, it's not gonna be scuffed as hell. It looks pretty good, you know. It wasn't bad. Okay. So, share screen, window, that one. Okay. Can y'all see that? Let me see. Yes. Ben? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Eli Drinkwitz on conference realignment. transfer window oh, I, can I thought the portal was closed uh, oh that's just for the student athletes the adults in the room get to do whatever they want apparently and it's um, you know it's just sad that there's um, look I, I, my question is did we count the cost I'm not talking about a financial cost I'm talking about did we count the cost for the student athletes involved in this decision what cost is it to those student athletes? We're talking about a football decision they based off football, but what about softball and baseball who have to travel cross country? Do we ask about the cost to them? Do we know what the number one indicator of, uh, of symptom of, or cause of mental health is? It's lack of rest and sleep. Traveling in those baseball, softball games, you know, those, those people, they travel commercial. They get done playing at four. They got to go to the airport. They come back. It's three or four in the morning. They got to go to class. I mean, did we ask any of them? Are we going to look back? I, I don't worry at all about the game. The game is going to be strong. Football is going to be fine. We'll all figure it out. But did we consider 
the people that we are entrusted to? Did we consider the student athlete? Because then we're asking them to go out on their own to get NIL. We didn't say we're going to revenue share. We're not saying they're getting a piece of it. So that, that's the thing that's bothering me right now in this whole situation is we keep trying to limit what the student athlete can do, but then we act on our own. And uh, everybody's got their own reasons, um, uh, and, and I'm not questioning any of those. I'm saying as a collective group, have we asked ourselves, what's it going to cost the student athletes? I saw um, on Twitter several student athletes talking about one of the reasons they chose their school was so that their parents didn't have to travel. They chose a local school so that they could be regionally associated so their parents could watch them play and not have to travel. Did we ask them if they wanted to travel from the East Coast to the West Coast? Man. You know, I love the game. But every game that I coach, I look up in the stands and find my family. I make sure they can play. I make sure they can be there. Because that's what I'm doing this for. And you're talking about volleyball, baseball, softball track I mean all all those other sports man they don't get they're not fortunate to travel like the way we do football be fine football be fine still we count the cost of the collateral damage of everybody else I don't know I only time will tell but that is my biggest like looking at it going 24 hours after say did we really think about that I don't think we did um, I don't think we did I get it I see where he's coming from so well said. It is. Very well said. But, I mean, it's, our, it's not... It would be interesting to have input from student-athletes. Yes. Are the board of trustees and all the people that vote on wanting to join conferences and all that going to take that into accounting? Hell no. Oh. So, um, Ben, we gave our thoughts. Any more thoughts you have there, Tommy, as to... Eli Drinkwitz's comments. Oh, it's very well said. Do you see why Mizzou fans like Eli now? Yeah. Now, along those lines, now here's me to coming in uh, with 13 moves that is just going to fuck it all up. Are you ready? Do it. So these are going to be part... Oh, by the way, uh, thank you, SEC Mike, for uh, that clip of Eli saying that uh, during the Mizzou uh, football conference presser on... Thursday. So, uh, this is going to be part of a larger article that I am currently working on, but these are just the 17, or the 17, the 13 I have so far. So, um, uh, the first move I have is Cal and Stanford to the Mountain West Conference. Or they could just, you know, like I said, just merge the Pac 12 and the Mountain West. Oh, oh, trust me, I'll get, I'll get to the others here in a little bit. So hang on. But that, that's my first one. Cal and Stanford to the Mountain West. Just Cal and Stanford. Thoughts? It makes sense. Tommy? Nothing else to add? Nope. Okay, cool. The service, the service academies to the American Conference... Uh, they're all three in the division by themselves, and the winner of that division gets an automatic bid to the Armed Forces slash Military Bowl. Verbal input, gentlemen. Verbal input. Sure. So not only the so when you so 
So when you win the Commander-in-Chief's trophy, you also get the uh, automatic bid in one of those bowls, and the other two get to fill in whatever other bowls are left. Yeah? Sound good, man. Tommy ain't giving nothing. He's watching something. It is a fine. I'm watching it. There's South Park on my TV right now. It's the one where Eric, like, fucking frozen for 500 years. North Dakota State... North Dakota State to the SEC. No. Because fuck it, regional divides don't matter anymore. Wait, who? To N- where? North Dakota State to the SEC. South Dakota State comes too. Nope, not South Dakota State. Just North Dakota State. Not happening. North Dakota State to the SEC. Yes. Because fuck it, it doesn't matter anymore. South Dakota beat them this year, bro. See, I can see those southeast, like the like the southeast team, like those SEC teams, like Florida fans, be absolutely bewildered when they're in fucking North Dakota. When they go to Fargo, they'd be Fargo. I feel like they would just fucking once they step foot into North Dakota, they fucking die. Ben, you're gonna like this next one. University of Alaska Anchorage to the Big Ten. <laughs> Thoughts. Plus, it's just an excuse to talk about University of Alaska Anchorage and probably one of the best mascots in all college sports. Yes, sir. What are they, Ben? Alaska Anchorage? They're the Sea Wolves! That is correct. Thoughts on that name, Tommy? The Sea Wolves. That's an awesome. That's a based name. Uh, I call it a based. Number five. Guys, uh, continue. Uh, well, you were speaking of Florida there for a second about being pissed, having to go to North Dakota. I didn't say uh, pissed about going to North Dakota. They would I'd freeze. Say that's hilarious. You guys they, see where they're? Uh, you see where Florida's playing? Uh, week one. Utah. <laughs> yeah. They're at. They're at Utah. Florida's at Utah August 31st. It gets soaked, and it's going to be soaking for the wrong reasons. Number five, Middle Tennessee State to the (laughs) ACC. Middle Tennessee State to the ACC. Middle Tennessee State? To the ACC. Yeah, fine. I have to ask a question about these moves. Mm. These just, like, for shits and giggles? Yeah, for the most part, yes. Obviously, conference alignment doesn't matter anymore, geographically. Uh, Number six, Oregon State is an independent. Oregon State as an independent. Again, fuck you, why not? Does all these still have... uh, Notre Dame as an independent, or do they join a conference? We'll get to Notre Dame. You're gonna stay independent. Okay, cool. Number seven, Oregon's or number seven, Washington State to remember and remain in the Pac-12, but to reform it as the Pacific Coast Conference with Montana and Idaho. Hmm. Who were two Man. original members of the PCC? PCC. What the heck, Florida? Sorry, I'm, I was looking at their uh, Florida plays. At Cal in 2027. At Cal in 2027? Nice. Yeah, they're at Cal. Number eight, Notre Dame to the Big East, but in everything but football. 
because fuck you, Notre Dame will never be in a conference for football. They will never share that money they get from NBC. They never will. But basketball and everything else, Big East. So you think they leave the ACC in basketball and go to the East for basketball instead? Yeah, it's going to look better on a rec- on a resume if you do well in that Florida conference. Florida plays at Colorado in 2029. Here we go. This is going to be the one that y'all are going to really like here. UConn and UMass form the Cumass Conference. Yes! Come Yes! <laughs> Uh, da, da. Number 10. Clemson, Miami, Florida State, and Georgia Tech go to the ACC. Or SEC. Uh, okay. Oh. Number 12. Pitt, Boston College, Temple, Syracuse, Rutgers, West Virginia, UConn, UMass form the Northeast Atlantic Conference. Uh, the Virginia and North Carolina schools, so NC State, U- U- or East Carolina, UNC, Duke, App State, Wake Forest, Old Dominion, James Madison, Liberty, Richmond, Virginia, and Virginia Tech make a reformed ACC just out of North Carolina and Virginia. Uh, the divisions are split as crazy. such. One state in one division, the other state in the other. Exactly. And finally, Mizzou, Arkansas, Old Miss, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Kentucky, Nebraska, Purdue, Illinois, Indiana, Utah, BYU, Louisville, Memphis, SMU, and Cincinnati form the Central States Athletic Conference. You know, just all the forgotten teams in their conferences. But here was the, the, the scary SEC picture that was uh, sent to me the other day, Brock. Uh, your, your Gentlemen, your thoughts on uh, those moves. Which one's your I favorite? Mean, I mean, I get it's a joke, but, sometimes, but some of them, I'm like, hold up. Hold, hold up, let me let him cook. But uh, the re- these will be soon put in a fully fleshed article out on the website here. After a while. Um, and possibly some additional moves. Because I had a few more pop in my head today. Involving a, a certain state. And just them saying fuck you to the rest of the nation. And forming their own conference. Uh, anyway, Ben, what did you send? Here. Uh, oh my sweet Jesus. Yeah, Tommy, what do you think of that, map? So this is... Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm in favor of this because Mizzou doesn't have to take part in this. <laughs> so, so can I assume from this that Mizzou is joining the Big Ten? Probably, I, I believe so, yeah. The Big Ten, yeah. No, wait, Mizzou can't go to the Big Ten then. No. Wait, where the Mizzou fuck is Baylor, right? TCU, Texas Tech at? Yeah, where, yeah, where is Baylor and all that? Where's the rest of the fucking good Texas know. schools? This was sent in the, the SEC Tuba chat as a, a possibility of happening. And- At least Florida State isn't joining the fucking savvy hedge fund. We'll get to that. 
Yeah, this would never happen. Yeah. Never. Ever happen. Anyway, you said you had some other scary ones, Ben. Oh, no, that was the big scary. Well, the other one was just a realistic map of looking at two California schools having to play 9.30 a.m. games. Oh, Jesus. Imagine living on the West Coast and having to wake up at 9.30 in the morning to watch an 11 a.m. kickoff game. For us. For us, we already are going to have to wake up for an 11 o'clock kick because, Ben, the tickets were secured. got to wake up at 9. Well, it's going to be so funny to see the West Coast teams now that they're joining, like, Central or Eastern time zone schools. They're going to be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Well, who are you people? Mm, I can't wait for when Cal and Stanford join the Mountain West and we get Cal versus New Mexico State with a 10-30 kick. Can't you? That's crazy. I can't wait for Ohio State to travel to fucking Oregon and play against... The Ducks at <laughs> with a nine thirty kick. That actually sounds really cool, though. With a nine thirty kick. Nine thirty p. Nine thirty p.m. Yeah, nine thirty p.m. Kick. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Tommy's having nom flashbacks thinking about that right now. I can't wait to see Roger Rutgers in fucking Washington for Big Ten after dark. Fuck you. I can't wait for goddamn. I can't wait for UCLA, Maryland. After dark shit. I can't wait for USC or UCLA, Maryland at 11 a.m. Isn't that what everyone wants to watch UCLA and Maryland duke it out? <laughs> the noon at the noon at kickoff. Ten o'clock at night. Yeah, totally. No, 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 no. At eleven. At night or in the morning? In the morning. Eleven our time, exclusively on the Big Ten Network, and nowhere else. That'd be so stupid. Speaking of stupid, it's now time for MIPs of the week. Oh. Ooh, oh, there's so many. Can I go first? Sure. The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Hey, that was my same pick, and also the media coverage around them. Mainly all the you know ads leading up to it. Who can beat this own? Who can beat this team? Uh, literally, actual women apparently can. Not. <laughs> Like, and grateful little girls. U.S. women's net, like a, a team, a monster team from the U.S. that has just been dominating women's soccer for years. Some fuckers from IKEA. Oh, some fuckers from IKEA did. Not gonna lie though, Sweden had some baddies on their team. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I haven't even watched a single. I don't watch. I've never even watched a single thing. And no, I, like, I don't care about the women's like, national oh. team. And I'm like, they're like, they lost, and I saw that they had like fucking forty shots on goal and couldn't make a single one. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, 
she's like, oh, how dare I'm like, well, that's what happens when you miss 40 fucking shots on goal and can't make a single one. You know what I have to say to the, the women on the U.S. women's soccer team? Complain more Complain more about equal pay, because obviously you deserve it, because you can't win a fucking game. Get the fuck out of here. Also, apparently, uh, fucking Ragano and Alex Morgan got into a fist fight in the locker room. I'm sure that Alex Morgan beat the ever-living dog shit out of Ragano. Or whatever the fuck that bitch's name that's retiring this year is. Ben, you're most idiotic. Mine, I'm trying to find the the picture to quote it word for word here. Mm. Uh, oh, my next one goes to FS1 for replacing Shannon Sharp with Richard Sherman. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, that's my most idiotic. Here we go. The most oh, impressive. Hang on. We're going to Ben. My idiot of the week goes to uh, Roger Goodell. Oh boy. Um, this is quoted from uh, from Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Uh, this is in, in some like podcast or something or in, in an interview or whatever. But he said, uh, Dan Campbell on having a live lion on the sidelines. Sheila had no problem with it, but the league apparently frowns on those types of things. I'm not going to point to uh, Roger Goodell on this. I'm just going to say that the league frowns on that. Fuck you, Roger Goodell. I want a live line on that lion sideline. LSU gets a tiger. How come a professional team can't have a line? Bro, bro? Texas has a live fucking 2,000-pound fucking cow on the sideline. Colorado has a bison. Has a two-ton buffalo. It's like LSU has a live tiger, but they don't have it in a fucking cage in the stadium. They should. Right outside the stadium. Dude, you know how how fucking based that would be? I'm sure Detroit has a zoo. They could bring bring a lion from the zoo for the beginning of the game and then take it back. Yeah. You know, just like have it out there. Maybe it does some tricks. I don't know. Get one of those stunt lions. I would do some tricks at halftime and then take it back. Oh. Exactly. The most impressive time, Mr. Haley. Mm, there's so many good ones. Okay, I got fine. Two. I'll start. I got, I got two. Okay. The first one is uh, the monk. <laughs> it'll put laugh every time I think of it. <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's the Montgomery Alabama fight. Say it louder. Where Unk threw his chair. Homie, that threw the chair. He was fucking swinging that thing like fucking Brian Steve Austin in the Attitude Era, my guy. Ben reacted to uh, most brutal chair shots. You can check that out on the YouTube channel. There were some of those. Bro, he was straight like slinging that shit. Like, we're talking like hardcore slapping the shit out of people. He was hitting them like he was mankind. Like she was mankind. Oh. <laughs> fucking Vanguard Survivor Series, oh, Royal man. Rumble, <laughs> Royal Rumble when he had it handcuff when he was handcuffed. Oh, that's right. It was the Royal Rumble Survivor Series. <laughs> that was impressive. Like it was hilarious. Like he was like 
I've seen so many angles of the dude. Once the dude threw his hat up, there was some tweet that said, once once the security guy threw the hat up in the air, it was like a fucking bat signal. <laughs> it was. It really was. Like, you see all these people just come in. You see a guy literally swimming. <laughs> swimming across just to fight those white people. Of course, there's some logic. Of course... I love seeing fights like that, but the, also the logical person. The logical person? There's some logical people, or like, <laughs> and this is hilarious. Also, too, it's like, just fucking move your boat. <laughs> like, like, all this, like, again, it's fucking around, but I'm like, oh, there's all kinds of other shit that probably went into all that stuff I don't know what they were talking about but like all this could have been fucking avoided if you just moved your fucking pontoon boat right yeah right yeah anyway your second uh Toei Animation Mm. Toei Animation Studios for literally giving us fucking anime Looney Tunes okay if you know you know Ben, you're most impressive. This is a video in Discord. Uh, Brock, I'm going to have to pull up uh, YouTube to show my most impressive. So uh, Okay, I'll go, go next then. Uh, and this is something I never thought I would say this year at all. The fucking Royals. Oh my god. This is a whole topic uh, on its own. I was there for and a whole topic on its own. We will get to it later, but the fucking Royals. What black magic have they taken? It's August, that's why. And then the Phillies happened. Doesn't matter, they bounce back tonight. They bounce back tonight! They bounce back tonight! Alright, my... Alright, so we are ready for, um... So my first most impressive this week goes to Army wide receiver Isaiah Alston... Okay. If you all haven't seen this catch, you need to. It's nutty. Mm. Like, just fucking dead part that thing. He did. And that's a, that's an army wide receiver. Army's known for throwing the ball maybe three times a game. No, they've been throwing it a lot more recently. What you know the they got to try fuck? everything they can when they go to Mile High this thing. year. They gotta try everything they can when they go to Mile High. So here's a video of him in the locker room showing that uh he doesn't need gloves to make catches like that. Oh. What the fuck? He'll be transferring out here shortly. Dude's nuts. Georgia is already calling right now. <laughs> Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. And then my second uh, most impressive of this week goes to, let me find the clip. Um, Yeah, my second most impressive this week goes to uh, Steph Curry. Don't care. Uh, And not for what you might think it might be. Um, Or not a, it goes to Steph Curry for not a, even after 
I'll, I'll just uh, play the video clip for you and, under and see what I mean. But there at the very beginning, she's uh, right there. She's uh, fake taking off her wedding ring. And uh, when Steph Curry realizes being a nine-figure NBA superstar isn't enough for Aisha to be loyal, and uh, her fake taking her wedding ring off on national television is crazy, bro. How he hasn't uh, divorced her is nuts, and that's very impressive. You mean he hasn't taken the don't exist. Exist. We mean, he hasn't taken the route of our Lord and Savior, future. Women are fake and don't exist. Women are fake and don't exist. Women are fake and don't exist. But that was my most impressive. Pretty much mostly the Army wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, yeah, I mean, let's let's just go into the fucking um, Royals. <laughs> what is... This happened. This has happened like what the past like two or three years. This no, no, August. not to this level. Not to this level. Not to this level. But they played decently good, but right. But like, it's always after the trade deadline they start getting hot again, and it's always because they trade off their best pieces. And now it's the teams like, oh, we didn't get traded off, so let's start playing good. I'm like, fuck you. Play this way when the year starts. And we don't even have the pass squash either. No, exactly. That's the thing. That's another crazy thing. It's like, yeah, he's basically done for the season, and they're still playing this good. Bobby is playing fucking out of his mind right now. By the way, Bobby has already gone 30 for 20 already this year. He has a chance to go 40 for 30. You mean 20, 30. You know yeah. what I mean. It's ridiculous. He, he has a chance to go 40 for 30. 40 and 30 this year. Dude, do you know how insane that would be? It's ridiculous. So, what we're referring to right now is the Royals have apparently just caught fire. They had a seven-game win streak. Then they dropped, what, two, three straight? Uh, yeah, three straight, and then we won tonight. And then they just decided, oh, fuck it, we're going to let off all the pent-up frustration we've had in the last three days from losing on the fucking Red Sox. Dude! There were guys that were getting hits and scoring runs. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, I had those actual thoughts today when I was reading the lineup. I'm like, who, dude, I don't even know who this is, but he's 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 danging. He's banging right now. He's banging right now. Like, here, I'm gonna pull up the pull up the lineup for the Royals, and I'm gonna tell you if you've heard of this guy before. Uh, fucking Matt Beatty was playing first base. What? He was. <laughs> yes, he was. And he was doing pretty decent. Matt he Beatty. Came from concussion. He came back from IL from concussion protocol. Matt Beatty. Tommy, Matt Beatty. Let's see, who, who did the best? Uh, Drew Waters did the best. He went three for five, two RBIs, and a home run. Oh, we're talking tonight? Yeah. Uh, That's where Boston gets from in the fucking ugly-ass uniforms. First, second straight day? Yep. After uh, walking us off the Grand Slam in the bottom of the ninth yesterday? 
I was fucking... That game was bullshit yesterday. He fucking swung at that pitch, bro. He did! He, he cleared his day swung at that thing. He, he did. I know. Uh, Brady Singer, six and two-thirds, five hits, three run, or three earned runs, four Ks, two walks. Quality start. Yes. Indeed. Uh, it's time to play Guess the Leader on the Royals, where I'm going to pull up the stats for the Royals, and you got to try and guess who leads them in that category. Are you ready, gentlemen? Do it. Tommy, you ready? I'm ready. All right. We're going to start with RBIs. Who on the Royals leads them in RBIs? Bobby. Uh, Davido Perez. It is Bobby Witt Jr. It's time for OBP. Who leads Royals in OBP? And you know me, uh, Bobby. It is Bobby Witt Jr. <laughs> Whoever it is, it's like Bobby. We're going to go with hits. Who leads the Royals in hits? Fucking Bobby. Ben? Yeah, we'll go Bobby again. It's Bobby Wood Jr. Who leads the team in steals? Bobby Wood Jr. I can't pull that one up, but it is also Bobby Wood Jr. Home runs. Bobby Wood Jr. You're both saying Bobby Wood? Wait, I feel like it's Salvi. Ben? It's not. It's not Southie. It's Bobby. It's Bobby Wood Jr. It's Bobby Wood Jr. Batting average. Bobby Wood Jr. No, it's not Bobby. It, it is. It is not Bobby. But if we're going with, uh, you know, over 100 at-bats, it's Bobby Wood Jr. Michael Garcia. It is not Markel Garcia. It's Garcia Freddie Freeman. Really? Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Yes, 49, you know, with, uh, you know, 151 at-bats. He's batting 305. So not bad for young Freddie. Uh, he also has eight home runs in those 151 at-bats. That's how, I'm sorry, how many? Eight home runs and 151 at-bats. He only has eight home runs in his 151 at-bats. Yes. So, oh, Ben... A good thing or a bad thing? Ben, I would like you to do wait, some wait, math. Wait, money, if Moneyball has taught me anything... He gets on he gets base. base. Alright, it's now time to guess uh, who leads the Royals in OPS. Bobby Wood Jr. Ben? Bobby. Freddie Freeman. Who leads the Royals in war? I would like to say Freddie, but it's definitely Bobby. Ben? Bobby. Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. We're going to go to the fielding stats. Who leads the Royals in errors? Bobby. Tommy? Bobby Wood Jr. MJ Melendez. Fair enough. 
Who Ooh. leads the Royals in assists? Assists? Mm-hmm. Drew Waters. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm watching... The, I'm watch, I just have Southpark on my TV, and it's the episode... Um, it's the hockey episode. Oh, God. And and Randy just had the nightmare of uh, what happened to Stan as, like, a little kid. Who leads the Royals in assists? In his underwear fucking screaming his ass off. I said Drew Waters. I don't know. Tommy? In assists? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'm going to say Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Who leads the Royals in double plays? Bobby Wood Jr. Michael Massey. Yes. He's been making some cracked plays recently. Yeah, he has. I'm not gonna lie. Who has the most putouts for the Royals? Put out. What does that mean again? Like they were the one that caused the out. Bobby Wood Jr. Salvador Perez. Oh, nice. By over a hundred. Salvador Perez has 552 putouts. The next closest is Nick Prado with 441. Hmm, interesting. Also, this. Who leads the Royals in most games started? In most games started? Mm hmm. This is position wise, not pitching. Oh. Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Who leads the Royals in the most games played in? Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Pitching stats. Who leads the Royals in wins? Ryan Yarbrough. He's not there anymore. <laughs> He's not there anymore. Uh, Zach Grinky? Zach Grinky has one still, I think. Uh, yeah, he still has one say or one win. You serious? Yes, one win, twelve losses. Oh, oh my god! What's his ERA at? Uh, five three. Uh, five five three. Oh, so it's not that bad. Who leads the Royals and wins? I can't. I honestly, God, can't tell you, bro. Tommy. I can't. I honestly have no idea. Brady Singer. Brady oh, should have known. Who leads the Royals in strikeouts? Brady Singer. Why are you using the Bobby Wood Junior thing for Brady now? Brady Singer. Brady Singer. Who leads the Royals in losses? Drinky. I don't know. I'm guessing Grinky, bro. Tommy? I don't know. It's a tie. It's Zach Grinky and Jordan Lyles. You know, Jordan Lyles didn't get traded. I'm surprised. I forgot. Who leads the Royals with the lowest ERA? Brady Singer. A Brady Singer. Matt Duffy. What's his year at? Zero. Oh. 
Huh? Best position player pitching, what? Him and Nate Eaton are tied for the lowest ERA at zero. Nice. But Nate Eaton is the only one with a strike out of those two, so. <laughs> no, when it comes to actual pitchers that get a, amount of, a good amount of time, it, it's Amir Garrett. Bro, I haven't seen that guy play in months. Where's that guy at? I don't care. I hope he never sees the field again. Fuck you, Amir Garrett. Oh my god, when that little kid said that. So, you know how, like, the little kid that, that has cancer on the hockey team? He's like, yes. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Phillips is going to die, coach. Because they're like, they look pretty strong. I'm pretty sure he's going to die, coach. Out of the remaining Royals left on the team, who leads the Royals in saves? Remember, this is out of the remaining Royals left on the team. Hernandez! Uh... Tommy? I don't know. Austin Cox! There you go. That has been who has been the leaders for the Royals. Or translation, it has been the Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. That's going to become a soundbite, I feel like. No, not that one. Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. Oh my god. Anyway, it's time to play Who He Play For. Who he play for? We got a doozy this week. Folks. Oh, I bet we do. Because I don't think we've ever done this player. I, I'd hope uh, not. But this man started his career in 1997 and retired in 2018. So, fairly recent, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. But we are looking at... The one, the only, Bartolo Colon. Oh, Jesus Christ. He is Mets? Or <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 teams. Yeah, right, the, Mets. The, the Mets. Mets. It's a good one. It's a good one to go with. Uh, the uh, Indians. The Angels? Hold up. He was with the Angels for four and Cleveland for six. Uh, he was Wait, with... What team Cleveland with? What year was that? Uh, Cleveland oh. was 1997 to 2002. So I remember... I remember uh, the Miami, Mar- uh, Marlins. No. Um... Um... The Montreal okay. Expos. You got it. Half a season. Yeah, he got traded there. Half a there. season with Atlanta? No, Montreal. Yeah. Oh, but he was with Atlanta. Thank you, Tommy. Good job, Tommy. So, ten, so, Montre- so you said Montreal, which technically is Washington. Mm-hmm. We're at 5 out of 11 right now. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, 
I remember him for some reason in an A's uniform. I don't know why. Two years. That would be why I remember him in the season. He was in Oakland in 2013, and he he was an all-star in 2013 for Oakland, Mm. and he was sixth in Cy Young Award voting. Jesus. Gee, wow, okay. Good for Bartolo. God, where else? Let's say the He was the Cy Young Award winner and an all-star in 2005 for the Angels. Mm. Guaranteed Hall of Famer, anyway. Where'd you say, Tommy? The Texas Rangers. One year. Mm. Texas in 2018, the year he retired. Mm. Houston. No. <sighs> Two of these teams you guys haven't gotten are in the same division as the Royals. Well, we say Cleveland already. Yeah, so you need two more. The White Sox? He was with the White Sox for two years. Was he with the Twins? And he was with the Twins for a year. I was about to say, I never remembered him with the Tigers. So, So what, we need two more? Yep, you need two more. God damn. And both are far east of the Royals. AL or NL? AL. And they're in the same division. Well, if they're far east of the Royals, they kind of have to be. Uh, Boston? He was with Boston for a year. I don't remember I that. When Boston. the fuck was he with Boston? When the, when the hell was that? 2008? He was 35 what? in 2008. He was 35 in 2008 and he pitched till 2018? He was 45? Yeah, he retired at 45. Holy shit. He came into the league at 24 years old and retired at, um, at 45. Toronto? Too far north. New York? Well, he yes, said the Mets, so... Well, he played for both New York teams. Wow, they had CeCe Sabathia and Bartolo at one time? That was in 2011. Dude, they had CeCe Sabathia and Bartolo. He played for the Yankees. 2011. He, 2011, he went eight wins, ten losses. Those weren't good Yankees, so... Four, four across uh, ERA. Those weren't good Yankees, so. All right, that has been who he played for, and that was Big Sexy. And uh, points for me, points for me for knowing that Montreal won. That's one that I don't think a lot of people would know. Star Young Award winner and four-time All-Star. Damn. It's crazy. It's funny looking at his All-Star selections, though, because he was All-Star in 2008, 2005, 2013, and 2016. Jesus Christ. You think he's a Hall of Famer? Oh, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. He won the Cy Young. Him hitting the home run alone. Him hitting the home run in San Diego. That was the greatest moment in baseball, bro. Yes. Carl's winning the World Series. Ah, big sexy hitting a fucking home run. All right. You guys realize he also, he sat out... uh, 2010 due to injury, I believe. Oh my god. Alright. Anyway. Gentlemen, you ready to play for Who's Your Daddy? Yes, sir. Tommy? Here. Alright, this week we head down a little south on I-35 from here all the way down to Wichita, Kansas. And the Wichita Wranglers, who played baseball from 1987 till 2007. 
Gentlemen, who they play for? No, who's their daddy? My bad. Who's their daddy? Rockies. No. Oh, yeah, because Rockies 93. I'm stupid, sorry. What the hell? 87. And I will only ex- I will accept either one of their well no I'll accept the Twins. one that they started with. Twins. No, you. By the way, you all only get one guess. All right, I, I lost. So Ben's out. Tommy. <sighs> From nineteen, what did you say? Nineteen eighty-seven to two thousand and seven. They had two affiliates before they moved. I will not say where because that might give it away. In fact, let me rephrase. It will give it away if I told you where they moved. And I will not... I, I'll tell you this. They were double A. No, they were double A. They okay. were double A. Huh. When they started, they were originally the Wichita Pilots. That's not going to tell you anything, but, you know, I just wanted to let you know that. They have three league championships, 87, 92, and 99. And I'm going to say right now, this, this logo for the Wranglers is sick as fuck. Let's see. Want to take a crack at it here. So this is baseball? Yes. Double A. I like how Ben just assumed that, by the way. And he was just naming minor league teams, or major league teams. And if this was, like, basketball, he would have gotten it horribly fucking wrong. I'm going to say, because usually sometimes it doesn't matter geographic-wise for the Mm -hmm. double A teams. Oh, hell no, it don't. There's a team in... I'm going to say... There's a team in, uh, I won't say where... But in the South, that their double or their major league affiliate is the fucking Blue Jays. Oh, it's the Brewers. Huh? What? You're gonna say the Brewers? Oh no! There's another team in the South that their their double I know. affiliate. Is I was giving that as an example, though. That, right? Yes, I know. Um, Both I'm gonna take a guess at it. Mm. I'm gonna go with the Miami Marlins. It is not the Miami Marlins. Damn it. Gentlemen, I don't know how you didn't get this right. It's the team that's closest to us. It's the Kansas City Royals. 95 to 2007. Mm-hmm. But it was just the Padres for 87 and 94. Indeed. The, the Wranglers fuck? would move from Kansas City to, or move from Wichita to, Springdale, Arkansas, to become the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Alex really? Gordon played on the Wichita Wranglers team. 2006. Surprised neither one of you got that one. Oh no. What do you mean, well, oh, no. no? What do you mean, well, no? no? It's the episode of South Park oh. where Randy says the N word. Oh, that's a great episode. <laughs> that episode's a lip. Um, let's see. You know what? Y'all, y'all, were, y'all were good sports. I'll give you another one. Gentlemen. This team played in Wichita, Kansas from 1970 till 1984. 
I'm looking for the primary uh, parent for this team. They were a triple-A team. I repeat, a triple-A team. <laughs> God damn, Tommy. Calm the fuck down. Yes, I damn would. Anyway, focus on what I'm saying here, sir. Triple-A team. From 1970 to 1984, also in Wichita, the Wichita Arrows. Gentlemen, who was their major daddy? They had several teams. No, they had several teams here, and no, it's not the Royals. They had one, two, three, four, five. Uh, can I get a hint? They had five parent organizations, and it's not the Royals. So Ben has been eliminated. Tommy, no, you cannot. Other than it's a team in the central. I won't say AL or NL, but it's a central. It's in the Midwest. Yes. And it's not the Royals. I'm going to take a crack at it. Okay. Minnesota Twins. It is not the Minnesota Twins. Ah. Their parent organization they had for the longest? The Chicago Cubs. Damn. Really? The Cubs. From 72 until 80. Other parent organizations they had, they started out with the Cleveland Indians, then the Cubs, then the Rangers for one year, the Expos for two, and the Cincinnati Reds for one year until they moved to Buffalo to become the Bison, who, if you remember the 2020 and 2021 seasons, who their parent team is because they had to play there. So there you go, gentlemen. That has been Who's Your Daddy? Ben, it's time for your list of things. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Here we go, gentlemen. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Starting our list off, I'm going to share my screen to show you the most efficient passer in the NFL of all time. Can you guys make a guess? Johnny Unitas. Most efficient passer? Most efficient passer of all time. Uh, Johnny Unitas. Dude, it's a beast. Tommy? Both of you are wrong. It's not even a quarterback. Oh, of course not. Ah, oh, Mohamed Sanu. I should have known. Oh, my God. How the... What? He was, he was 7 for 8 with 233 yards, 4 touchdowns, 1 sack, and he had a perfect quarterback rating of 158.3. Damn. Hmm. He is the most efficient passer in NFL history. Crazy. All right. Oh, no, I didn't mean to delete that. Go back. I, <laughs> I deleted one of my tabs. I didn't mean to. Oh, no. Uh, Was it the urinal game? I saw that one. The fuck is that about? We're going we're gonna to talk about that. Oh, okay, cool. Next up, um, the NFL has revised its policy to expand penalties for sexual assault offenses that could result in a more severe penalty for players. How about so getting booted from the fucking league? Three games now. Yeah, something like that. How about getting uh, booted from the fucking league? Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup had a hamstring injury this week. Of course he did. Former Tennessee Titan and now New York Giants wide receiver Jalen Hyatt has broke the record for Tennessee Titan ever. You mean Tennessee Volunteer? Volunteer, sorry. I was about to say, I don't remember him. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, I'm sorry. Because we saw him play this year. Yeah, we but, did. Um, he broke the, the fastest rec- speed ever recorded in NFL history at Giants training camp this past week. Going 24 miles per hour. And that beats Tyreek Hill in 2016 when he was recorded going 23.24 miles per hour. Colts needed to draft him, but instead we got Josh down, so I can't be that. Con- I can't complain too much. Then we have. Let me find the picture where it goes. Do, 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 do. Somewhere on a Here beach, sitting something strong. We have a full list of all the new 2023 on-field helmets that have been announced by all of the NFL teams. Some of these I didn't know were new. Um, but we have the, the Cardinals' white helmet. Cleveland Browns' white helmet. Bad. The, the, Brown, the, the Broncos' white helmet. Based. We have the Detroit Lions' beautiful blue I, with the old logo on it. Man. I love it. It's I don't. So I'm not sold on it. Colts black helmet. Based. We have some Minnesota Viking one that looks the exact same as normal. Thank you. Uh, the Jets logo with the old logo Jets on it. Eh. We the have Kelly Green helmets. Kelly Green. Based. Base. Absolutely. Steve Margent Seattle helmet. Based. Oh, absolutely based. The Oilers Tennessee Titans helmet. Based. And then the, the Cream Sickle Buccaneers helmet. Cringe. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it's cringe, but like, they, they look. They, they, I mean. For being honest, out of all of these, the most cringe is the white Cleveland helmets. Yeah. It's just, it looks like Penn State's. Yeah. Then, next. I can't wait for the Chiefs to announce their new helmet, which is just the same helmet with a larger logo. It's just their fucking, it's just Patrick Mahomes' face fucking plastered on it. Um, as, as we all know, Stetson Bennett and Sony Michelle were on the same team together at Georgia. Sony yeah. Michelle retired this past week. Uh, that means Sony Michelle was drafted in the first round, played for four different NFL teams, won two Super Bowls, and then retired all while Stetson Bennett was still in college. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Yeah. Then. And that man uh, still doesn't have his degree. Like how? Who's the guy? Look, I know you guys are kids. What was? It? Who's the guy from Kent? Oh, Perry Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
have... Barrett Bannister vibes. That's for the Mizzou fans out there. Seven-year uh, senior. Broncos player in prison, question mark? Good. Report Broncos defensive lineman Ioma Uarazarike could face up to two years. We talked about this guy last week yes, for we him betting on Broncos games, but um, could face up to two years in prison for alleged betting on Broncos and Iowa State games. <laughs> he had placed 32 bets on the Broncos players and games last year, and um, he was already suspended by the NFL, is also accused of knowingly and intentionally falsifying personal electronic sports wagering records by concealing his personal identity. I ain't gonna lie, that's like turbo illegal. That sounds hella based. Then we have... Defensive end Yannick Ngakwe signed a one-year, $10.5 million deal with the Bears. Uh, a player that we should totally do with a football reference whenever we go to uh, who he played for for NFL. <laughs> um, the the timeless man himself. Bears are signing tight end Mercedes Lewis. Dude, his is going to be nuts. Yeah. Uh Tommy's super excited for this, but um, Alvin Kamara has been suspended only three games for his I, stomping on someone the day before the Pro Bowl. Look, I'm not going to lie. I honestly thought he was going to get... Um, the axe? Not the axe. More like six games. <laughs> the most. Uh, then... Chiefs defensive lineman Charles Omenihu has been suspended six games for violating the league's personal conduct policy. Uh, Shocker, a Chiefs player gets suspended for that. uh, Tommy will be happy of this, though. Cameron Jordan signed a two-year, $27.5 million extension with the Saints. I'm sorry, how how much? 27.5 mil. Two years. Thoughts, Tommy? How much of those game team? I think most of it, or if not all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad, but like, I'm like, $27 million? Hey, he's a hell of a defensive end. No, I get that, but Miss Denson, this isn't fucking Mario Kart. We're not throwing out cash like it's beads. Uh, next up. Hang um, on, hang on, hang on. Tell me, with the two pieces of Saint news, Saints news you've heard, what do you think their chances are this year? I, I still don't know, man. I just want them to be at five. If they could be at 500 this year, that'd be fucking fine. You want them to be 8-8-1? Eight, 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 so. You want them to be 8-8-1? Eight, eight, be enough to be competitive this year. So eight, eight, and one. That'll probably win the division. Number two, that's fine. Hey, eight, eight, and one will probably win you the division this year. Yeah, unironically, you might be right. As much as I think you're an asshole for saying that, you're kind, of, you're kind of right. I know I am. Next, mm. uh, the Bengals signed the best defensive player to come out of Wyoming in years. Linebacker Logan Wilson to a four-year, $37.25 million extension. Hey, Ben, I'm going to ask you a question. 
before him, who was the best <laughs> defensive player to come out of Wyoming? I can't even tell you, bro. Exactly. So I think he might just be the best defensive player to come out of Wyoming. The guy's correct. He's actually, like, amazing. I, I love him as a linebacker. Hang on, I'm looking it up I, now. I, I remember watching because Logan Wilson and Josh Allen played together on the same team, and both of them were, were cracked in college. I'm looking it up now. Wyoming University... Uh, oh, here we go. I'm there going is the one the safety. Line. There was the one Wyoming safety that's on the uh, the Jaguars for the past couple years, but he, he's a white safety, and so he's kind of just there. Okay, so I'm looking right now. Uh, Josh Doxson played for him. Um, uh, <laughs> bro, there's not a lot of options here. Wait, who did you say it was? Oh, Logan Wilson, the GOAT. The dude's cracked. Like, seriously. Uh, I guess the wow. best one would have to be before him was probably... Uh, I'm going to go with Tony McGee. Hmm. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to go with uh, Tayshawn Gibson. Sean Gibson, nice. Yeah, he's he's the only one with the Pro Bowl. All right, but um, we I mentioned it in a, a week or two prior about um the Patriots' massive renovation they've been doing at the stadium, gentlemen. If you remember, yeah, keep going. Now I'm trying to figure out who the best player, right, Tommy, in the history of Wyoming is. Tommy, Wyoming? No, I'm talking about a. The, the Patriots renovations that I mentioned a week or two ago. Yeah, it's looking like uh, Tashawn Gibson is your best defensive player out of Wyoming, period. But um, uh, the Patriots just uh, revealed uh, their uh, new video board, which is the, the largest one in uh, the U.S. for a football stadium. And uh, you guys can take a look at the picture now. Jesus Christ! And you can see the brand new lighthouse being put up behind it. What'd you say, Tommy? I think Robert Kraft is compensating for something. Yes. And the masseuses are the only ones that saw it. There you go. Um, Man, it's it's a wonder that uh, Deshaun Watson didn't go to New England. Him and Robert Kraft have so much in common. Next up, uh, Cleveland Browns legend Joe Thomas almost became a, a Bronco in 2015. Yeah, fuck that. He's also the first NFL lineman in history. Yes, sir. But um, a wild story, uh, Peyton Manning wanted uh, Joe Thomas to join the Broncos in 2015, and Peyton was conscious of the Browns' reluctance to deal him, so he told uh, Joe to... Take a dump on the general manager's desk and demand a trade. Joe, I think you should go up to your general manager's office and make a stink. Literally. I want you to go up there, pull your pants down, and make a stink on his desk. God, do you know how base that would have been? Yeah. As Tommy's not paying attention, just watching South Park. Uh, what, 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 what? Joe Thomas was going to take a shit on... 
his, the Cleveland Browns general, general manager's manager. desk because Peyton Manning told him Not to. Um, next up, uh, the Hall of Fame game viewership numbers. Oh, boy. Um, the Jets-Brown preseason game averaged 6.3 million viewers on NBC. The most watched pro football Hall of Fame game since 2018. Now, how many of and them... That's more than... How many of them were in that's prison? That's more than the... 2023 NBA playoffs, 2023 Stanley Cup final, 2022 Field of Dreams game, and the 2022 MLS Cup. People want football back now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Lions signed Teddy Bridgewater the other day. Ben, what are your thoughts uh, on that? I mean, I get it. He can be the backup to... Um, he can be the backup to uh, Jared Goff, the 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 Goff master, because both of the rookies we signed are coming off injuries. So, so do you think there's any we point? Both the hooker and Adrian Martinez. Do, do you, what was that, Brock? Do you think there's any chance that he could jack Goff to get that spot? Say that again. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a really good guy. Like I said, do you think there's any chance that he could jack Goff to get a uh, take that spot from him? Not even gonna answer your question because that's fucking stupid the way you said it. Oh come on, it's funny. Yes, anyways, the uh-huh. uh-huh. NFL uh-huh. contract players list came out the other day. Patrick Mahomes got number one. Congratulations. Ooh. Let's talk, of, let's talk about the real uh, important thing on that list. No, 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 no. Let's talk, let's talk about the real important thing on that list. Jay Jetta's got number two. Justin Jefferson, number two on that list. Yes, sir. I'm giving him one more but, year until I buy his jersey. But uh, Washington Commanders players are concerned that Eric Bieniemy is too intense at practice. Uh, a lot of former uh, chief players, such as Tyreek Hill, uh, Jamal Charles, etc., are all just saying that uh, the Commanders players are just soft. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like uh, you guys are complaining about a Super Bowl winning, a uh, Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator being too tough on a team that hasn't done shit in a while. Hey, they almost Since, beat like, Tom Brady. 90s? They almost beat Tom Brady. No, 90s. You were right. Early 90s. That's when they won their last one. Next up, we have some more Saints news, Tommy. Oh, God. That was announced today. The Saints are expected to sign both Kareem Hunt and Anthony Barr if both players pass their physicals and are in shape. So what you're telling me is we're about to have the NFL's all prison team in New Orleans. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> How long till Deshaun Watson makes his way down to New Orleans? No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. He could help complete it. <laughs> and then finally, to end off uh, NFL. Um. Give me just a second. Brain fart. Here we go. Uh. Aaron Rodgers is really about to become the Brett Favre 2.0, gentlemen. Oh, God. Because it was announced an hour ago 
an hour ago that the Vikings owner is not committed to signing Kirk Cousins after this season. The, what? Jim Mersey, if you're out there, everything. I, I don't give a fuck about AR-15 or whatever his fucking number is now. Fuck him. Get Kirk Cousins here now. Trade the fucking moon. Get, 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 get the most Indiana man I've ever seen in my fucking life to this team now. Do you know how great yeah, it would be having him? Like the Vikings owner is not committed to signing Kirk after the season, meaning that Aaron Rodgers will complete the, the Favre trilogy and become a Viking after a year with the Jets. Your thoughts? Joke's on you. He's got to go to Atlanta first. True. <laughs> I don't know why Tommy laughed. That's going to happen. Now he's worried. No, I'm not I'm moving worried. over to I'm the NLB. Because, like, you know, Brett Favre drafted by Atlanta into Green Bay, then went to the fucking Jets, then went to the fucking Vikings. Moving to MLB now. Okay. Um, I can't remember if we covered this last week or not, but um, uh, Royals traded cash for pitcher Tucker Davidson. We did not. Royals. We did uh, not cover the that. Padres, the Padres added Rich Hill and G-Man Choi from the Pirates. They got motherfucking uh, Dick team, Mountain. What no team is that for Rich Hill, by the way? Like 14. Yeah. All right, next week we already know. That's that's the who he played for. I, I, I was talking to, to Rock about it the other day. We, we talked about it. We said we got to give it a little bit of time. We got to give it a bit of time before we do it. Yeah. It's 14th team, my guy. Here, but Tommy, another name that can be on our list. Well, in the offseason. Another, another player we could do uh, who he play for. Uh, the Braves acquired Brad Hand from the Rockies. Who I went through his reference. He never played for the Royals, but for some reason, I feel like Brad Hand was a Royal. The Cardinals traded shortstop Paul DeYoung to the Blue Jays. The Astros reacquired Justin Verlander from the Mets for Ronald Acuna Jr.'s brother. We did talk about that. You know what I love about the Mets? They went in the offseason and tried to go more uber-competitive. Then shit didn't go their way in this season. They had the freak Edwin Diaz WBC celebration injury. Which, let's be honest, like, like, this season hasn't gone their way. So, I guess Steve Cohen was like, fucking fire sale. Fucking fire sale. And basically um, signed Max Scherzer and Verlander both to these absolute fucking mega deals and then was like, yeah, let's trade them. So the best thing to come out of this is after that Royals series with the Mets, I got the clown Frank the Tank. I DM'd him. Sure. And I just sent... Did you get blocked by him? I did not. I got no response. Oh, even Slugger fucking... Made fun of Frank the Tank. Hell yeah, he should have. That's the best part. You know what? If I ever get that popular, then I have a following for the Royals, I'd hope people make fun of me. Um, the Cubs DFA'd Trey Mancini. The Orioles... Do it, Royals. 
fucking do it. Bring in Trey Mancini. But He's exactly what we need. Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals. The Padres got Scott Barlow from the Royals. We talked about these. Yeah. Dodgers acquired Ryan Yarborough. Yep. From the Royals. Astros ace Fram- Framber Valdez threw his first career no-hitter against Cleveland. The third no-hitter this season in the 16th in Astros history. Yeah, can we just talk about the important Cleveland news? We're, I'm getting there. We're getting close. Um, the, the baseball game that I went to with my friend the other day, uh, we got to watch Cole Raggins pitch, and he's actually goaded. He, he looks is. amazing. He does look good. You went to a Rose game the other day? Yeah. yeah. How's Ketcher doing in the standings? I think that was our fourth straight win in a row, the game I went to. For Ketchup? No, he's talking about Ketchup. Yeah, yeah, Ketchup crushing it, and Ketchup won the game too. Because <laughs> I think like, Ketchup's ahead by at least like eight, last I checked. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Hang on. We've got to explain it for the people at home. we got to explain what we're talking about. Ketchup, mustard, and relish race every game. The hot dog derby. Yeah, the hot dog derby. Is just ketchup, mustard, and relish. Relish. But then, at that game, I also got the the legendary brisket nacho. Oh my god! Brisket nachos and a helmet. It was indeed bussing. We're we're going to yes. He's got the helmet. Let's go. I washed it, bro. Hey, we gotta have B card day at the K. Did you get Did you get an ice cream? in the helmet no that's next that's 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 the next time time. we've got to do a big card day at the k this year where the three of us go and then that game drew waters had hit a home run and he threw a guy out from the outfield no you're under you're underselling the home run you're underselling the home run he didn't hit a home run he hit a fucking tank if he had done a, if it had been MLB the show, if it had been MLB the show, he would have immediately hit the no doubter home run animation where he would have done a bat flip and then flew around the bases like Superman. That is true. He would have done a flip. Yes. He would have done a bat flip that puts Jose Bautista's to shame. If this was MLB the show. Okay. Then next. Um... I'm going to put Brock through some pain here. The Cubs scored the most runs in over... The Cubs scored their most runs over a two-game span in team history since 1897 against the Reds the other day, scoring 36 runs in two games. Yeah. Or is it for the Reds to win a fucking game? I won yesterday. They win two in a row? A trade deadline scary that I'm happy didn't happen. Um... (laughs) Salvi to Miami almost happened, you guys. I was going to be so mad if that actually Salvi to Miami almost happened, and just the teams couldn't agree on what Casey would get back. Salvi to Chicago almost happened. But Salvi has a home in Miami. He lives in Miami in the offseason. So do a lot of baseball players. Oh, yeah. Um, If I was a baseball player, I would live in, like, Fucking Colorado. Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, 
Kentucky, the man finally somewhere where it's warm year round. Kentucky's like, not bad. And all that. Mexico. Oh God, no. He said warm all year round. <laughs> San Antonio. Oh, right now. Uh, the man finally did and retired. Cole Hamels finally announced his retirement. Did we do a who he played for on him? We have not. That's later. That's later. That's a good one. Um, Bobby Witt Jr. became the first player in MLB Say his name right. Say his name right. Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. Became the first player in MLB history to hit 20 home runs and steal 30 bases in each of his first two seasons. The Cardinals earned You don't know how happy it is to see him... How happy it makes me to see him do this stuff. Because it's one of those... Go ahead, Royals, and just sign him long-term so we can... 12 years. 12 years. 12-year contract. Fuck it. 25 years. 25 years. And then when he retires, he could just go and live out the remainder of that contract in the front office. The Cardinals earned their 10,000th victory since taking over... The moniker named Cardinals in 1900. Now, what you've all been waiting for, Brock? The White Sox Cleveland fight the other Hell day. Hell yeah! yeah! Let's go! Should have been. Um, I love um, uh, Jose Ramirez because after the game, he said that Tim Anderson disrespects the game. Thank you, Jose. I, I love you yeah. so much for saying that. He's not wrong. Um, he also clean hit Tim Anderson right in the jaw, bro. He was out cold. He was down in the United Center in the nineties, my guy. Yeah, but um, there was another thing I saw that like there was another fight where he got slapped in the face or something like that. Elvis Andrews has had the front row seat to the two best fights in MLB history. Oh my god, that's right. He was on the Rangers when that happened. Oh my god. For Odur just knocking out Jose Bautista. Yeah. Pride of the USA. Roughnet Odor. <laughs> Pride of the USA. Yes, sir. Remember, that was the time where Bautista, Jose Bautista was like fucking public enemy number one for all the MLB teams. Yeah. Except one, and that was the Royals, because for whatever reason, he fucking sucked against the Royals. Didn't matter, because we fucking gave him hell. Yeah. But But Tim Anderson was suspended six games, Jose Ramirez was suspended three games, and a few other guys were suspended one game. It doesn't really matter. So what we've learned from this is basically, Rob Manfred has said, if you lose the fight, you get suspended twice as long as the guy that wins the fight. Exactly, right? That's that true winner's purse. The best part that came out of this fight happening, I'm trying to find the picture to quote it here. Gentlemen, Um, I'm receiving some breaking news here. Uh, Jake Paul has announced he'll be fighting Jose Ramirez in his next fight. But uh, the best thing... from uh, John Boy Media's tweet here. Oh, God, I love um, John Boy. Yeah, but um, from this fight happening, this is the best thing that's happened from it. 
Uh, the Guardians High A affiliate Lake County Captains are hosting Jose Ramirez Appreciation Week in which all fans named Tim will get free tickets to sit down on the grass at the game this week. <laughs> really? That's actually really cool. Yeah. Um... And then this is the picture that they're going that they did for the announcement. <laughs> for those who obviously can't see at home, it is someone in the Tim Anderson jersey knocked out face first on the ground. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, then some more White Sox news, though. Ugh. Former White Sox player, now Yankees pitcher, Keenan Middleton, Kenyon Middleton, says that Chicago has no rules and that a player regularly fell asleep in the bullpen. I mean, to be fair, I probably would have as well. Who would have thought if Tony LaRusso left got fired? I don't remember if he left or got fired. Is the Resigned. Manager. This would get worse. <laughs> he was actually making the White Sox watchful. But, um... Now they're almost as bad as the Royals. Almost. Then, uh... Orioles broadcaster Kevin Brown was oh this is fucking bullshit was removed from MASN after he referenced the team's lack of recent success versus the Rays. Now, he was did you elaborate on that more, please? Factual stuff that has happened, and he got suspended for it. Now, Tommy, me and you were in television production, and we got a chance to work with some pretty big companies why do you have your hand over your mouth the tiktoker is just sat in fucking discord <laughs> just watching for a second okay oh it's the fight oh watch just watch uh, oh my god Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway. Tommy, me and you did television production for several years, including working with a a pretty well-known company, I feel, nationally, as as an affiliate for. Um, So we know Game Day Production. Or what? Do you not want me to name that company? We'll leave it renamed anonymous. Okay. Well, do you want me to say the other one that we did college games for that we would do every winter? Do you want me to name them by name? Okay. So we worked for Niles Media Group in high school, and we did television production for them. Uh, I did camera work for the big um, NIA tournament that they do every year downtown Kansas City at the Municipal Auditorium. I did camera work for them for two years there. I don't know, Tommy, how long you did it or if you did it at all. When they did the, the thing at uh, Municipal? Yeah. Never did it. You never did it? Okay. But Tommy has work with another even bigger company. Who we will, we will say, we will have them rename Anonymous because we are not too fond of this company anymore. Or at least several members of here aren't. But they are a uh, massive sports company. Um, 
so me and Tommy know a little bit about game production, and Tommy, how long does it take f uh, for those graphics to be made with everything they had? Months, bro. So Tommy worked more in the truck. I was more of an on-air talent, so I would help provide game notes and all that. I would have my game notes for, say, a basketball game. Say we were doing a basketball game. Uh, I would have my notes listed out. I had to have it to Tommy specifically because Tommy always liked to be my director whenever I was calling a game. I don't know why. We worked well together. Well, that's, that's why. why. But uh, I always had to have my game notes I'll, and my talking points. <laughs> Sometimes we worked a little too well together. She's went from three-point range! <clears throat> or what was it? She's wet from three. That's what it was. Um, anyway, Tommy always made sure that my graphics or my talking points and everything for the graphics had to be done by Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so Tommy could put graphics together. So say, uh, just as an example, um, a perfect, a perfect example, actually. Uh, we did, me and Tommy did a tournament game. At our high school, our high school would host a basketball tournament every year, men's and women's. Still do. Actually. Still do. But I'm giving this as an example. And we had the reigning and returning uh, women's class, or the women's state champions coming in that year. I had to get all my research and graphics for Tommy as to who left, who was there, everything. I got it to him two days before... And graphics were not done till what the day of. What year was this? Our junior year, because my our senior year, I couldn't do it as much. See, what was it? Shit. It was Carney. Was Carney? It was Carney. Because they were returning okay. state champions. Because you were more focused on the uh, uh, Kansas teams that were coming in and trying to get those graphics done. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was kind of hard to... Well, that and we had like a team trying to get information on all like the stats, all the stuff from the Kansas teams, and they weren't being very... I don't remember. I don't remember if they were being very compliant or not. No. But anyway, so getting those... Graphics and talking points for the pregame, just pregame show, not game time. Takes a lot of time, and the fact that that came, what he talked about was part of the PR department from them, from the Orioles PR department, makes it even more of a bullshit thing. Tommy. Yeah, it was so, uh... Get off your phone. Stop watching TikTok. Stop watching people say the N-word on TV. <laughs> Focus in. All right, next. Okay. Ray's ace Shane McClellahan is out the rest of the season with forearm needing surgery. So Tommy John. Yeah. Uh, and uh, tonight, after the Royals slugfest home run derby against the Red Sox win. Um, True. Dude. Trevor's Dude. Michael Massey hit a 459-foot bomb. Yeah. He, he straight demolished that ball. But um, Trevor Story, had, Trevor Story, the former Rocky, finally made his season debut tonight 
for the Red Sox against the Royals after he was activated off the 60-day IL. He's been injured for that long? Yeah. And then uh, Mondesi is taking grounders and is soon to be activated by the Red Sox as well. Oh, my God. And then he's going to not play for another fucking year. Watch. He's your issue now, Boston. Y'all paid him. No take We ain't taking no him back. Taxis. We found our core. It's massive. Finally found the guy who's gonna play shortstop. And second and third. We we've got uh, we've got Massey. Is it me or did I see one game where Salvi played first base or so was that just me? He did. He did he play did. first base, and the Royals should play him at first base more while Pascantino's yeah. injured because then Freddie Furman could be catching. Hey fuck you, right. Prado's yeah. still on the team. Save Salvi's knees, bro. We this want is to the fucking problem we have. We have players playing certain other positions that they're playing really good at. Have Prado play more. Moving on. Our, our one NHL news for the week. Woo! The Sharks, the Sharks have sent Eric Carlson to the Penguins. God damn it, dude. That's it? That's it? <laughs> yeah. The Penguins are amassing the oldest team in the NHL. And as mentioned earlier by Brock, in soccer news, the United States women's national team was eliminated from the Women's World Cup after a penalty shootout lost to Sweden, America's earliest exit ever. Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. Now, time for golf with Tommy. Hey. We do have some golf news. Not a lot, but news. Uh, Tiger Woods has been added to the PGA board at the request of players as PGA Tour makes significant changes to its governance structure. Tommy! Yeah, I honestly agree that they finally have someone who's playing like a player. Get their input on certain decisions that happen behind the scenes that they don't really have a say in. Now that they kind of do, it's kind of nice to see. And then, right after that happened, longtime PGA Tour executive... Andy Padster resigned two days before the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Tommy. Okay. No idea who that is. Fair enough. Uh, Our one NBA news for the week. Lakers signed Anthony Davis to a three-year... Extended him? Boo! Gave him a contract extension? Yeah, three years, 186 mil. With a chance for that to become 270 mil. Boo! What the fuck? Fuck yeah. the Lakers. And got dumb money. Fuck it's the no Lakers. Does what her dad did, does and just fucking spend the money. Next up, um, wrestling, he... boxing, MMA, UFC, you name it. Oh, oh, hang on. Pause that. We're saving that towards the end because Tommy has a pay-per-view to review. I was working that weekend, by the way. Doesn't matter. Save that for last. Um, so we'll go into college then. Uh, an Arch Manning Texas trading card has been auctioned off and sold for $103,000 with all profits benefiting the Central Texas nonprofit. Uh, Are you going to talk about the other card that happened? So apparently, I know we don't play Magic the Gathering. Oh, Post Malone bought the ring for two point three. Yes, there is a card called the One Ring, like like the ring from Lord of the Rings. And it is a one of one 
some random ass pack and some guy found it and sold it off to Post Malone for like $2.5 million. There's a video of him on TikTok of him have like I've seen the video of him in like the, the protective case and he's literally fucking shaking. Next up. Uh, it's a one of one card. It doesn't. There's no other card that exists like it. It's a one of one. The Florida Gators uh, released uh, their pictures of their uh, a new uniform that they will be debuting this season. Oh God! How ugly is this shit gonna be? I've already seen it, and I'm not gonna spoil anything for you. So, uh, oh, let's show it guys, to us. Look at it. What the fuck am I looking at? Ah, uh, yes, the return of the gator skin. Did they They've done this before. Skin? They've done this uniform before. This ugly-ass uniform. Next up, uh, Fucking ugly, Iowa, Jesus Christ. Iowa State quarterback Hunter Decker is a, being accused of gambling on school sporting events, including a football game. Which he was on the bench for. By the way, that is the most Iowa State quarterback name I've ever heard. Yep. Very Iowa State guy. Uh, next up in Nebraska football news. Hey! Boy. Oh, boy. Nebraska defensive back Miles Farmer entered the transfer portal the day after Matt Rule suspended him from preseason practice. He was the team's second leading tackler last season. Man. Wasn't following team rules, I guess. What if the team uh, rules was he had to suck Matt Rule's dick? It maybe th- okay. That's fail. Rock, uh, we all know that you're an NC State fan. I but, I, um, I wouldn't go so far as saying a fan, or but uh, enthusiast. Yeah, I I enjoy it. If okay. NC State's on, I watch them. You know, they gave me they gave found, me Philip Rivers. We have found our new too long in college player. We have found our new Barrett Bannister Brock. <gasps> a new Barrett Bannister? We found, we found what? a new Barrett Bannister. So explain to the people at home who Barrett He's Bannister been in the league is. Longer than Barrett now. What Barrett played for seven years at Mizzou. Yes, so uh Is yeah, he also a white wide receiver? He is white, yes. <gasps> Holy shit. And he's going to be at NC State this year. As I am sharing my screen for you guys to watch the video. Eight year? Oh my god. You read that right. Eight years. Bradley Rosner? Rosner? He was at Rice? Rosner, yep. yep, this dude's based. He's my new favorite. Where do I buy my Bradley Rosner jerseys? You want to read that tweet there for us? Six five. <laughs> and uh, twenty yards per reception. Dog, he should have came to Mizzou. Why? Why? Drink. We could have given. Dude, could you imagine what Mizzou could do with a six five white wide receiver? Fucking nothing. You see, you see his 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 record there. Oh my god! For all the schools. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? 
My man's is 26 years old and catching passes from 18-year-olds. Well, yes, you, you read that right. He is an eighth-year, bro. 6'5", wide receiver. I hope the guy catches, like, 35 touchdowns. That would be cracked insane. What the hell? Pulling a, a Stetson Bennett moment. Um, Fans of our... Up, uh, Fans yes, of our, Rock, uh, you, you think he'll be the next uh, Bear Bannister for us? If he went to Mizzou, oh my God. Listen, but, two uh, things are certain, and, and Tommy's got to realize this because he's going to Mizzou game this year. We can't let him forget that. There's two There's two things that are inevitable with Mizzou, Tommy. Uh, they're always going to be mediocre at some point until they just randomly go cracked in one game and we think they're going to be world beaters. And second, there's always going to be a white running back that the entire fan base is going to love for no reason. <laughs> doesn't doesn't every college football team have that? No, not to the level that Mizzou does. Mizzou has like a tradition of it. And this year, the Dawson Downing player, dude, Dawson Downing, that was the one for a while. Now it's the Shredder, that Shredder, Cody Schrader. But um, but it's Shredder. Following, Bradley Rosner, Notre Dame re-signed with Under Armour for the next 10 years. Um, we Man. talked about realignment earlier. Uh, Johnny Manziel is set to open a bar near Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting that there was enough alcohol in his dorm that he could um, have done that already. And um, uh, If he didn't know, Brock... Um, the Untold Johnny Football documentary is now available on Netflix. I did know that. I did watch that. That's why I didn't say anything when he opened the bar. Yeah. But then, uh, moving on, um, we have, according to Big Game Boomer, the top 50 best stadium entrances in college football. Oh, here we go. Share it with us, Ben. What do you guys think of this? All right, let's count these down, gentlemen, shall we? Let's count these down. Number 50, Ole Miss. I'm already going to take issue because uh, Mizzou's not on this list. Mizzou's is fucking sick. We have Washington at 49. Tommy, you're next. Have uh, was at Fresno State at forty eight, the Wyoming Cowboys at forty seven, Maryland Terrapins at forty six, the West Virginia Volunteers. They are not the Volunteers. Mountaineers. Mountaineers. I I I accidentally looked. I was looking at Tennessee. Number forty four, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. What the fuck is Hawaii on this list, bro? Oh, maybe they Number do the Haka. The Michigan State Spartans. Hang on, I gotta do this next one, Tommy. I'm gonna cut you off right here. You can do the next two. Because I'm the only one that knows how to do this school properly. The Golden Knights at number 42 from UCF. The same way that their announcer does it. We have the Appalachian State 
fuck was it? Mountaineers. Mountaineers. And then we have the U, the Miami Hurricanes coming out of the smoke. Ben? At number 39, we have Oklahoma State University. At number 38, it's Minnesota Golden Gophers, yeah. And we have and Georgia Bulldogs. At number 36, we got them chainsaw-wielding Oregon State Beavers. Dude, this is how fucked up my brain is. I went to the hardware store with Jordan the other day. And I looked and I saw an orange orange and black chainsaw and I said, Turnover chainsaw! At number 35, it's... Uh, right. At number 35, it's Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide! Roll Tide! Roll Tide! Iowa State Cyclones. Number 33. Arkansas Razor. Oh, pig. Uh, bacon. I love bacon. Uh. Oh, I can't do it too well. Hang on. That one. Hang on. This isn't too bad. I'm trying to mock it as best I can because at number 32, it's Mississippi State and the Cowbells. Tommy. Uh, number 31 is Purdue in that big-ass drum that they have. What's Purdue's mascot? Boilermakers. There you go. The fucking train. Got number 30. It's we the f- <laughs> Fortnite dancing wildcat. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Ben. You knew where I was going. Oh my god, it's the fucking Fortnite dancers. <laughs> you will get that if you watch the uh, K State vlog. At number twenty nine, it's the Ohio State with the worst fucking mascot in all of college sports. Fucking nut. <laughs> I'm about to. To call. I'm about to Ohio State. Tommy. Oh, where are we at? Uh, touchdown Jesus and the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Number 27. Them ugly gator skin wearing uniform Florida Gators. Those look horrendous. At number 26, it's the school that if you heard your girl that you're trying to date went to, you might run. It's Arizona State. <laughs> if you heard your girl's going to the school, she's already been with the entire football team. Arizona State. <laughs> well, perfect. It, it lines up. Damn, that was good. That was good. It lines up perfectly. Tommy. At number 25, we have... Corn! Serious. Corn. Nebraska Cornhuskers. At number 24. Southern California. Not uh, the real not USC. The USC. They're, they're not, not the real USC, USC. no. At number 23, it's them boys down from Baton Rouge. Them LSU Go Tigers. Hey, random question. You guys want to go down like a game this year? Um, so, we hadn't told you yet. Schedule, schedule. So but I'll be, going to the, year. I'll be going to the LSU at Mizzou game this year, though. Yeah. 
So, Tommy, here's something well, we haven't I'm, told I'm you yet. Saying, when did you decide to go to Death Valley? Would so, you guys be down to go to that hang game? on, hang on. We were, we were going to bring this up to you, actually, because me and Ben were looking at Mizzou's schedule next year. Mizzou goes to College Station next year. I'll think about it. <laughs> you got number 22. I have number 22? Yep. Uh, the Air Force. Damn, dude, theirs is actually fucking sick. I'm not going to lie. Coming in at number 21, they're in College Station, Texas A&M. At number 20, it's that motherfucking wolf pack, baby. NC State. That was good, Jesus. That was actually really good. That actually was really good. At number 19, we have Penn State. <laughs> we are Penn State. That's what really popped up for me. At number 18, we have the Wake Forest Demon Dunk My Nuts in Your Deacons. I mean, what other m- school has their mascot drive out on a fucking motorcycle and run or down the opposing Wake mascot? Wake Forest. Bringing Wake and Big Forest back from the Cauldron series. Jesus Christ. Number 17, you got to make sure that their schooner doesn't fall over during the entrance. Otherwise, the team's going to get blown out by 29. It's the Oklahoma Sooners. At number 16, we have everyone's least favorite bug, <laughs> Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Hey, come on. Who doesn't love that all-white Model T that they come out in. Come on, dude. I said, I said everyone's least favorite bug. I wasn't shitting on the actual car that they drive. At number 15, the Oregon Ducks. At number 14, they love ACDC so much that that's all that they fucking play during their entrance is just their one song over and over again. It's the Iowa Hawkeyes. Because they're Yeah, I think that, you know what's funny is a couple years ago, I did actually go up there to watch Nebraska play, and yeah, they did play that a lot. Yeah, I know they do. They, they, they played that a ridiculous amount. One of my, my longest friend that I have from childhood, she's a Iowa State fan, so she always goes to the Iowa State-Iowa game, and uh, she hates ACDC because of Iowa. Like, the hate is that real. <laughs> Uh, Tommy. Uh, where are we at? Well, I just talked about Iowa, so. Number 13, we have East Carolina University Pirates. They come out of a fucking pirate shoot that shoots cannons. Ah, oh, so based. This is the most based fucking thing ever. Ben. Ben. Oh, he just stepped away. Alright, let's talk about how based East Carolina is some more. Uh, they had an, their intro from like 2006 was animate with some very poor CGI where they're sinking all the schools in the Conference USA's, all the teams in Conference USA's other ships, and then coming in and burning a fucking city. You know how fucking based that is? Sorry, I'm back. 
can Tommy say number 13 again? He already did. It's East Carolina. We were just talking about how base dun, they are. Dun, 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 oh, holy dun, shit. Dun, Wait, what? Holy shit. Ben owns one? What the fuck? Anyway. Ben, you're next. Everyone, I had to do that. I had to go find it. Number 12. Your army. Golden Knights. Black Knights. Black Knights. Black Knights. They'll kill you for that now. Good. I already got killed by him two years ago. What? Oh, yeah. Oof. It's Pop Evil's favorite school, Michigan. <laughs> hey, name another fucking band that's done a song directly for that school, as Pop Evil did for In the Big House. And by the that way, that song. No, that wasn't specifically for that school. Uh huh. No, they Pop Evil made. Shit, no, that's the only. That's the only song they know the how to play. Fucking song they know how to play. If you want to draft a quarterback that looks like a girl. Clemson. <laughs> well, it's Tommy's turn. So. Number ten. Something I want to fucking roll down all the damn time. A hill in Clemson Tigers. Dude, I agree with this next entry. I want to be honest. So you know how you watch how they come down the hill? Mm-hmm. Ooh, they're booking it, dog. One of my intrusive thoughts to think one time I saw that, I'm like, God, what will happen if someone breaks their fucking leg? I've thought about shit? the same fucking thing. There's a video of them <laughs> jumping, and they're the mad, dude. I'm like, oh my god. Who's seen the height some of those guys, like some of those kids, get? And I'm like. God, if they come down wrong, they're so fucked. I was literally, I think the last time I watched it, because I watched it to get hyped up for the season, and it was just, my first thought was, God, I'm just waiting for one of those kids to pull a Kevin Ware. Dude, some of those kids get some height. Uh Uh-huh. They jump on the hill. I'm like, it's an intrusive thought to see some of them break their leg, but it's also very worrying that they might break their leg. Anyway, Ben. At number nine, the alma mater of Kermit the Frog, Texas Tech. So I will say this. <laughs> Texas Tech's entrance is based as fuck. We might have to watch it here because there's one in particular that I love, and it's a fucking great entrance. At number eight, it's the official school of B-Card Entertainment. They blast through a fucking wall with sledgehammers again. Come on on the field. It's Eastern Michigan Eagles. Forever just to get yes. it down. Yes. At number seven, it's not even their mascot, but they watch an eagle fly down onto the field. It's the Auburn Tigers. That never has made sense to me. Never, it, it never will. This looks cool, America. Yeah. Anyway. At number six, we getting them crab legs out, boys. W's only. Florida State Seminoles. 30 for 30, Jameis Winston. At number five, a school that should be nowhere inside the fucking top 50, the Baylor Bears, because their entrance fucking sucks ass. All right, and at number four, we have this school's band that only knows how to play this song. One fucking song. song only. 
in full of a hundred thousand people singing it as well that knows the words to that song and that song only is the Tennessee Volunteers at number four. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top. Tennessee. Coming in at number three, we have the South Carolina Gamecocks. And Sandstorm. Song name? Song name? Song name? Song name? I've got these last two, gentlemen. At number two, it's motherfucking Rocky! And nothing else. There's literally nothing else that comes behind him because there's definitely no fucking football team in Colorado. They all keep transferring out. And at number one, it had to be number one. It's Virginia Tech. Come on. Now, Tommy, you posted another one here from Big Game Boomer. We need to zoom through this one, though, because that one took too long. <laughs> well, yeah, we did. Yeah, go through it really quickly. You do it yourself. All right, number 20. Er, so hang on. Tell, tell the people what this is. So I was scrolling through Twitter. And I saw this one popped up, and it says top five twentieth scariest college football stadiums to play in at night. Uh, you have at number five BYU, number twenty four Arkansas, twenty three Oklahoma State. For whatever I feel reason, like they should be higher on that yeah, list. For whatever reason, it's always darker, and that sky's always darker in Stillwater. Twenty four Mississippi State, twenty one Texas Tech, twenty. West Virginia, 19, Nebraska. I feel like lots of teams like playing at Nebraska now because it's probably an easy dub for them. 18, Oklahoma, 17, needs to be higher on this list, Alabama, 16, Kansas State, 15, Florida State, twenty or 14, Georgia, 13, Virginia Tech, 12, Utah. That one definitely needs to be higher on that list because nobody wins at Utah at night. 11, Ohio State, 10, the Swamp in Florida, 9, Clemson, 8, Rocky Top, I can tell you from experience that is the case. 17, South Carolina. 6. 7. 6 is Oregon. 5 is Auburn. 4 is AM. 3 is Iowa. 2 is Death Valley down in LSU. And 1 is Beaver Stadium in Penn State. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Ohio State or Oklahoma State should have cracked the top 10. Uh, yeah, no shit. I was almost going to make a joke about Florida in the night games being like, hide your shoes, because they're going to fucking throw them. Hmm. But next up on my list, we have uh, Michigan State announcing their shadow uniforms. Their what? If you boys would like to see what these look like. What? Their shadow uniform for Michigan State. I am very intrigued. It's... It's actually pretty darn clean looking. I like it. Oh. Oh. Oh my. Oh my. This is way better than that ugly neon green thing. That looks nice, right? Yeah. It actually looks really good. And then we have uh, EA Sports College Football announcement. Oh. EA Sports College Football is on track for a summer 2024 release, gentlemen. Let's fucking go! Don't make it like Madden, please. Please don't. 
just, if you just gave us updated graphics from NCA 14, we'll take it. Then we have, um, it's just the top five list from uh, ESPN here, but it is the best audience participation songs in college football or SEC, I'm not sure. <laughs> because it's just SEC schools? Yeah. Ooh. But what do you Ooh. think of that there, gentlemen? Ooh. I got one question. I was going to say, is it fucking Mr. Brightside? Yeah, I was about to say, where's Mr. Brightside? Yes, uh, me and uh, Noah, who always listens to our stuff, shout out Noah, um, I agree Salute. with him. Uh, why isn't Mr. Brightside uh, not in the top five? It's way better than Dixieland Delight. Well, I can tell you right now, I can't sing a single word for LSUs right now. Oh, I can. Operator, won't you put me on through? I'm gonna send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? Get some cop to that girl just one more time. Call in Baton Rouge. Finally, to end off the college section, we have this unit of a TCU college football freshman. I know, dude. This dude. This dude. Six five four fifty coming in to TCU. Freshman Brion Ramsey Brooks is here to take college football in the internet. Score. What did you say, Tommy? The WWE is fucking foaming at the mouth at this guy. <laughs> you think, dude? They don't even have hey, to curve his last name on the back of his jersey, bro. Not. His last name will be able to fit straight across. He won't even have to curve. <laughs> What size jersey does he wear? Yes. <laughs> Just yes. Yeah, fair enough. Fair what enough. size shoe does he wear? Yeah. Also yes. yes. What size pad is he? Also yes. Bro, his pads. What, what about his pads? What is the Family Guy thing? There's a Family Guy thing where I think Cleveland and Lewis are uh, male people, like male deliveries. Yes. And it's like, yeah, we have to special order junior pants. That make barbecue, <laughs> barbecue barbecue covers. Yes, barbecue grill covers. That's exactly what I was thinking of when I first saw this. I'm like, how these big ass get in the pants or shorts? Slowly. And then, um, now moving into sports commentating, as was mentioned earlier, Richard Sherman will be joining Undisputed alongside Skip Bayless. Wait. Hang on, I'm not gonna lie. If I don't hear this at one time during it, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna fight you, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. That's gonna happen. And something you guys probably didn't expect, and probably the favorite, one of my most favorite things, you know, I think it's the second best thing I wrote down on my list of all my stuff this week. Mm. Um, High praise. Mark Jackson received an offer from the adult webcam website cam soda to do play-by-play for one million dollars after being let go by espn you heard me right tommy but mark jackson received an offer from adult webcam website cam soda to do play-by-play for a million dollars after being let go by espn and he said no and said no and in in a thing here. It says, my condolences on being laid off by ESPN and vacating your role as an NBA analy- 
analyst at the Worldwide Leader in Sports. Now that you're out of a job in search of work, I'd like to formally extend you an offer. We here at Cam Soda, an adult webcam site, would like to hire you as the company's first ever play-by-play announcer. For adult cam shows, you'd call private cam sessions just like you had been calling NBA games, commentating on the action playing out in front of your very eyes. You can even use your cam <laughs> Dude, he's gonna watch a guy give himself, dude, the the fucking, like, lay it down the pipe. He goes, Mama, there goes that man. You You can even use your catchphrase, grown man move, for sensational moments during couples shows. When the man bangs down low and goes strong to the hole. In return for hiring you as a fan's play by play announcer. A role you would have to serve for one full year. We'd be willing to compensate you up to a million dollars. Please take some time to consider my offer. I'd like to get you back on the mic and calling the action ASAP. <laughs> what? Bro, I would sign. I, bro, did they give me a million dollars? I'd be in a play-by-play announcer for that. I don't. Alif, wacky peepee. We're done with that. And then finally to end my list of things in the world of high school sports. Well, no, we got to go back to your wrestling, boxing, MMA thing. Well, yes. Uh, You two may remember uh, a high school football team that made its way onto an ESPN broadcast channel the entire game, and this school didn't exist. Bishop Sycamore! There is a Bishop Sycamore... HBO documentary coming out August 23rd. Oh. And I see you have YouTube pulled up, Brock. You want to pull up the trailer for us? Uh, Well, no, I have it pulled up for something else, but we'll get okay. to that. I was going to show you how base the fucking uh, um, Texas well, Tech yes, entrance is. Bishop Sycamore HBO documentary coming out this month. But then, okay, you said wrestling, boxing, MMA, UFC. Well, first, first, I'm going to show you how base this Texas Tech entrance is, because you know, so you might you might be slightly confused why I was saying I agree that it's high on this list. So, Ben, if you could jump in here to YouTube real quick, and I can show you the oh, most okay. the most based entrance. People are like, "Oh, it's right, not based. It's not that good." Yeah, no, it's 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 fucking based as shit. Look at the fucking crowd! Look at the fucking crowd! That is the guns going up and down, by the way. No. Look at all that fucking smoke! And the fucking rider, Master Rider comes out through that fucking smoke. Dude, this is the most based entrance of all time. Like everyone can say Virginia Tech, I'd argue that this Texas Tech one is up there.
This is God tier. The baseline on this is exquisite. And at the end here, here come the Razorbacks. <laughs> you can only tell by that. All right, here you go, Tommy. Bishop Sycamore. Yes. How this happens got a lot of people scratching their head. Bishop Sycamore is not even a real high school. They did not have teachers. We really was pretty much on our own. We didn't have any trainers. People were sharing helmets. It was disgusting. I was literally sick to my stomach. I can't believe this happened again. My philosophy in business is do what the people who have the money do, even if you don't have the money. Roy will tell you he's a liar. He knew what to say, how to say it. He's like, oh, man, you got to let that go. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go of his neck after I grab it. I think I'm the most honest liar that I know. How can you coach kids? You know it's not a school. Roy would tell people, you're going to be playing in Alabama. He would have said in dream. Ohio was embarrassed by this. They called it the explicitly a scam. And then said they couldn't do a damn thing about it. Bishop Sycamore does not happen if there wasn't an abundance of money in high school sports. Let's go! Did I break the law? Is it illegal? Am I in jail? We're on ESPN. Win, lose, or draw, we win. This is not what we were supposed to create. How do I tell my mama that Coach wants me to do the same stuff that you try to get me away from? You say you care about it, but did you really? Can we take a break? That's a cool Oh, interesting. Yes, that is definitely an interesting one. Hmm. For sure. All right, Ben, go to your wrestling, boxing, MMA, because Tommy's got some stuff that he's got to talk about at the end of it. All right, wrestling, boxing, MMA, UFC, you name it. Jake Paul beat Nate Diaz. He is now 5 and 0 against former MMA fighter or MMA fighters, meaning not boxers, MMA fighters. He's beat MMA fighters in boxing. Tommy, you have something to say about that? What's What did you have something to say about that or something else? Oh, I actually dropped my microphone. He's got a pay-per-view to talk about. SummerSlam happened this weekend. No, he's he's got it after Ben's done. Oh. We have one more thing, and then my list will be done. But where the heck is the picture for it? Mm. Uh, from Elon Musk on Twitter, Zuck versus Musk fight will be live-streamed on X. All proceeds will go to charity for veterans. So the Zuck Musk fight is on. I can't wait for the fucking lizard person and to beat Mark his Zuckerberg ass. Responded, Mark Zuckerberg responded back to him saying, I'm ready today. I suggested August 26th when he first challenged, but he hasn't confirmed not holding my breath. And Elon Musk responded back with, exact date is still in flux. I'm getting an MRI for my, my neck and upper back tomorrow. May require oh, surgery. Oh, so he's ducking. Oh, so he's ducking. Mm -hmm. 
anyway. Sounds like, sounds like someone's ducking. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Anyway, Tommy, it's time for a little bit of We Are Not Entertained, good sir. How much time happened? I'd like to preface this and say I was at work when SummerSlam happened. Fucking sucked when they looked at the schedule when they said SummerSlam was. I was like, shit, I gotta work that weekend. But, um, some things happened there. Um, Roman nope. Reigns won. Lol. Fuck. How did he win? With the help of Jimmy, Jay's brother, betraying his brother, even though he was the one that fucking started all this bullshit at Night of Champions. Then um, Cody Rhodes finally beat Brock Lesnar for a second time, ending the three, uh, ending the three game set between the two, and probably we won't be seeing Brock Lesnar for the rest of twenty twenty three. I'll be honest. Good. I'm not saying like good is a bad thing. I'm saying that man, that Cody got that man working like a dog. He was 2004, three, uh, oh, two, 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 three. Well, three <laughs> is when he had all of his best matches, like against Angle and all that. And they had a battle royal tournament, Slim Jim Battle Royal. Guess who won? <laughs> keep getting louder and louder see what else ronda rousey lost and she just said fuck this and quit and it was a what match i got it's like some kind of ufc cage i don't fucking know dude i wasn't watching i was at work okay i heard it was some sort of mma rules match something like that so was it the fight pit because i wanted it to be the fight pit that'd be awesome it might have been anyway continue what else? What else? What else? Uh, Seth Rollins retained, and of course, between him and Finn, uh, against Finn Balor, and of course, him and Finn Balor did the spot where Finn Balor was injured, where they did the power, like the power bomb throw onto the barricade, and Finn did the same thing to Seth this time, and everyone was like, hmm, "About that." Also, Bianca Belair won her third women's championship. All for like two or three minutes before EO Sky decided to cash in and become the new women's world champion, which fucking thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Y'all know who EO Shirai is. I'm not calling her by her name right now. You just did though. You just did earlier. You called her EO Sky. Well, whoopsie do. Good for her. Finally a women's champion. Well deserved. Let's see, what else, what else, what else? What I else, think that was it. Intercontinental, maybe? Did that happen? Oh, yeah, they had a fucking meat slapper of a match. Fucking certified grade A. Who was it? I saw highlights. That thing fucking slapped. Who was it? Well, fucking Abyss was the director for the... Who was in the match? The producer for that match. Who was in the match? Winter and Drew McIntyre. Oh. That was the fucking triple A Angus beef meat slapper of a match. Oh. Yes. So, so, funny enough, 
So Abyss was producing this match. He also produced the triple threat match that they had at WrestleMania. And you know how fucking awesome that match was. And was the other Paul brother involved this weekend in something? Oh yeah, one more Paul one. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking hate how good he can. It's ridiculous how good he is. I hate it. It gets on my damn nerves how good he is. Like it's ridiculous. Also, apparently, so funny enough, Trish Stratus and Becky was Becky Lynch was supposed to be slated for this SummerSlam. I guess that got axed, and they're going to be in Canada. I think next week, and that match is going to happen that week. Guess I don't know. Um, so I'm actually subscribed to Fightful Select for five dollars a month. Best five dollars I've spent in my life. This is not a shameless plug. I'm just saying I get all my news that way. And you can't do when. Um, I still don't know why. Even Sean Ross Apple Fightful. Fightful.com doesn't even know why this got pulled from the card. You're in a fucking football stadium. I'm actually going to draw. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? I, I don't know. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, that's Ben, they got. were in Detroit at Ford Field for that SummerSlam. And that, when Cody Rose hit that low, that fucking roof was about ready to blow off. Well, you know, it's a whole bunch of good old Americans. And he is Homelander. Is he still Homelander? Has he never not been Homelander? I, I'm just asking. I don't know. Maybe he's changed it up. Yes, of course. He came out in the fucking Homelander. He was a U.S. Asian one time. Oh, God. Like yep. Asian America? Yes. Like Marvel? Mm-hmm. <coughs> All right. That has been Ben's three or uh, Ben's list and Tommy's Wayne. Gentlemen, we finally have college football rankings to talk about. Top 25. It's preseason. Doesn't matter. Most of the teams will be dropping out as the season starts. <clears throat> so, uh, let, let, let us begin with the amazing fact that Missouri received, not, or received 11 votes to be in the top 25. <laughs> yes, sir. Just remember, every time we get we break into the top twenty-five, we're there for like a week, and then we drop right back out. I don't care. At least I would like to see us ranked against K State. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mr. Haley, I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you go through this top twenty-five here. In general. Oh, uh, I don't have picture. So, uh, there you go. Ready when you are, good sir. Oh, it's loading. Give me a second. Do you want me to go from 25 up to 1? Yes. Alright, 25. No, you know what? Go from yeah. 1 to 25. Okay. Everyone knows who number 1 is. 61 votes, no surprise. It's Georgia. What the hell? It's the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. Georgia Bulldogs, number one. Number two. 
the Michigan Wolverines. No first place votes. Oh no, what the fuck? I didn't even mean to press that. Damn it! Give me a second. Hold on, hold on. We're having technical difficulties here. Do 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 do. Uh, number three with four first place votes, we have the University of Alabama Crimson Tide. Boo. Four, we have the Ohio State University. With a first place vote. One, yeah, one first place vote. I wonder where they're from. For five, we had the Bayou Bengals and the LSU Tigers. Number six, we have the University of Southern California. Number just, seven, we just have remember, Penn State. Just remember, at number seven. USC didn't even win their division or win their conference last year, and yet they're still ranked higher than the team First that won seven, it. The Penn State Nittany Alliance. Number eight, we have the Florida State Seminoles, ranked higher than their brethren in the ACC. Number nine, ranked Clemson Tigers. Number ten, we have the fellows from Rocky Top and the Tennessee Volunteers. Rocky Number Top, 11, you'll sh- always be. Number eleven, we have soon-to-be member of the Big Ten, one of the soon-to-be members of the Big Ten, in the Washington Huskies. Number Number twelve, we have. The reason all this shit is happening. Texas Longhorns. Horns down for life. Number 13, we have Touchdown Jesus in the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Number 14, we have soon-to-be Big 12 member, the Utah Utes. Number 15, we have soon-to-be Big 10 member, the Oregon Ducks. Number 16, we have the TCU Horn Frogs. We'll be dropping out of the top 25 once the season starts. I bet you they will. Number 17, we have K-State, Kansas State Wildcats, which will, I think they drop out of the top 25 after the first week. Um, for 18, we have one of the few teams left in the Pac-12, the Oregon State Beavers. Who will be winning the Pac-12 this year and showing have the SEC member, the number 19th ranked Oklahoma Sooners. Number 20, we have... The North Carolina Tar Heels. Number 21, we have the Wisconsin Badgers. Number 22, we have the Ole Miss Rebels. Number 23, we have the Tulane. Greenwave. Oh, yeah, Greenwave. Sorry, I almost said Thundering Herd for some reason. I don't know why. I'd be Marshall. Um, and then number 24, we have the Texas Tech Red Raiders. The, or the we'll Texas Tech, the Frogs. In 25, we have the Texas A&M Aggies. We'll be dropping out of the top 25. So, how long till Missouri's in the top 25? Week 3 versus K-State? That's what I'm thinking. Probably. We'll probably get ranked right before K-State, and they'll wallop us. And then we'll beat K-State, and then we'll be ranked against Memphis, and then we'll beat Memphis, and then we'll beat for Vanderbilt, we'll and then we'll lose. And then we're going to get destroyed by LSU and drop out. Because, you know, this is Mizzou, and that's how it happens. Uh, any that you take issue with as people being ranked above others? Uh, not really. I, I have TCU being ranked so high because they're going to be – TCU is going to drop off, and everyone knows it, but they just have them ranked so high still. I feel like Wisconsin will also be the team that will straight fall off. Yeah. Uh, I have one major issue and two teams that need to flip, and that's number six and number 14. 
Yes. How yeah. is how is USC ranked higher than Utah when USC couldn't beat Utah either times that they played? Caleb Williams is overrated. He is, and Cam Rising's returning, so it's not like it's a, you know, Utah's not returning their star players, and USC is, because USC's actually lost more than Utah did. Eh, who am I to judge, though? Uh, do watch out for Oregon State this year, but we'll talk about more of that when the season gets closer. And our, Oregon State's uh, going to win the Pac-12 and rub it in everyone's face that's leaving. I think they make an appearance in the game. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to win. Um, so, anyway. Ben, it's now time for your three things. Excellent. Number one on my list of three things. Oh, hang on. I got to get the sound effect up. Uh. There it is. I went to go see... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And actually, I saw it too. It's really it's, good. It's meh. There was okay. some scenes, like, I, I really liked what they did with the graph, like, graph animation style-wise. I liked how they, they, they like did that. Dog. But just there were some scenes in the movie with the way it was animated and how much it was moving. My head started to mess with me a little bit. But then also, just I felt like literally every five seconds we were getting reference bombed in the movie by something that we know in real life. Like literally every five seconds, they're just throwing something in our in our face that we have in real life. Like Cool Rich Doritos, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which I mean, yeah, it's that was cool. That, they, that was cool that they had that. That was cool that they had the scene of him at the in the float at the parade in the movie itself. Um, don't want to spoil too much or anything. It was, eh, I've seen a lot better this year. Um, there are some the, people that are saying better than Across the Spider-Verse. I'm like, okay, let's pump the brakes here. Yeah, no. The, the, the soundtrack for it was good. I like it. It's good. Post Malone's character did nothing the entire time. Um. Uh, yeah, Post Malone's character did nothing the entire time except get yelled at whenever he's singing. Um, the soundtrack was trash for the movie, if I'm going to be honest. Um, people are saying that Spider-Verse are on crack. I mean, certainly, the Teenage Mutant Mayhem is certainly 100% better than Cocaine Bear and Shazam 2. Whoa! Better than Shazam 2. Okay, let's be honest. Shazam 2, Stinky Doo-Doo. But Cocaine Bear, dude, Cocaine Bear was awesome. Brock, Cocaine Bear didn't hide from the fact that it knew that it was trash, an awful movie. It was a great so movie, it, it, still. It, it did exactly what it needed to do. It was great, I loved it. Next, number two on my list. Hang on, hang on, before we move on, uh, what are your thoughts on the redesign of April O'Neil? Okay. Well, I have no issue with it, it is what it is. Okay. Number two. Mentioned in an earlier podcast, uh, I told you guys how um, the Jaguars would be having a $120 million, uh, building renovation for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Jaguars. Um, part of that renovation has included 
that in every urinal in the building, it has a hydration checker in it that shows you how hydrated you are every time you pee in the urinal. Alif, whack his pee-pee. That's what's going to happen. And then going off of that for number three on my list of things. What? Going off of what? Whacking someone's pee-pee? No. Going off of the hydration checker in the Jaguar's urinals. Number three on my list of things. We, I've already taken this, but I'm going to have you two agree on an answer, and we will be completing... Oh, urinal test. oh my god. Okay, god. I drink oh a lot of water, so my pee is clear. I don't think that's what this is, Tommy. As, as a, Tommy, if you could read the object of the game for us. I can't, I can't really see it that well. Here. Oh. I can. I got you. The object of the game is to test your knowledge of men's room etiquette. You'll be presented with several scenarios in each... In oh, each one, you must game. Okay. select the proper urinal to use. You guys ready to start? Yeah, I'm yes. ready. You guys see it? Good. Yep. Far one on the end, next to the door. The very far end one. All right, you both agree. You are correct. Yep. As it going to urinal number six gives you the maximum amount of buffer zone and also shows proper respect for the personal space of your bathroom buddy you don't go up to you don't get the hall one on the it's far left one on the far the left one. this one right yeah here. problem number one you don't go up to the guy very close to him. all right how you doing yeah all right well, you guys are correct Urinal 1 gives you the maximum amount of buffer zone between yourself and the others. Don't forget to keep your eyes on the wall in front of you. Yep. Yep. 100%. You guys ready for number 3? Yeah. Fuck you, I can hold it. Fuck you, I can hold it. Fuck you, I can hold it. So what do you guys agree on with this situation? (laughs) Walking out the door. (laughs) Walking out the door. We're walking out the door and waiting. Yeah. All right, they choose walking out the door. I'd rather you, have, my you have to go back in. We have to go back in. Oh, my God. I do the very end one. Yeah, very end. There's no, there's no real, real way to, like, win in this situation. So you just do the very end one. You are correct. Yeah. As this is a really awkward situation, to avoid the appearance of pairing you, of pairing you should normally avoid being next to someone else. However, in this case, you are close to the door and able to make a quick exit. Don't worry about washing your hands. Just get out as fast as you Ew, can. That's fucking gross. Ew, what? That's what the, the game says. Ugh. You guys ready for number four? Yep. Oh god, they get hard progressively it's harder. It's gonna be uh, um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> what the fuck's happening here? First of all, what is happening here? It's one on the very end. It's either number one or number six. Or number six. Mm. I mean, I would go to number six because I'm still by that door, and I don't want to walk by whatever the fuck's happening there. Yeah, I would shoot six. But people coming into the bathroom would be right there by number. That is six. true, though. I'd, so I'd go with They still one. have an open one at one, though. Uh, no matter which way you shake it, 
one or six would have been fine. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Cool. So they both would have been fine. Yeah, both have the same amount of buffer space. However, you're in a one is farther from the door. I what? what kind of, hold on. What kind of fucking asshole would do that kind of shit? An old like, man. An old man. Like, where I'm old. Look at my fucking nice, wrinkly ass balls. Nice, nice girth you got on you. Oh, nice I remember. I remember when I was that young, and my cock looked that good. And now it's an acorn. Ready for number five, gentlemen? Yeah. This one's tough. This next one. Oh boy. Oh. Oh fuck me. <laughs> yeah, it I is. I hate this one. Ah. Uh. Alien wacky pee pee. <laughs> Um, God, I don't want to. I don't want to go to one, but that feels like the right answer. <laughs> I'd have to go. Fuck. 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 We have one, three, or four. Is there the ones where it's like, who's the fucking asshole that didn't do the the fucking proper etiquette and did the buffer? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with. Mark, what did you say? I, I guess one, but Jesus I Christ. A, I want to take a stab at it, because no matter which way you put it. There's no good spot. There's no good spot. And women are going to be so confused by this. It's like, wait, this is a, there was a video I saw of some girl watching someone do this test, and they're like, wait, this is a whole process? And everyone in the comments was like, yes, this is a whole process. Is there a stall open? Yeah, I was about to say, that was my question. Like, is there a stall open? This game was made in 97, by the way. I can, can I'm gonna, I, I'm going to just stand and okay. wait a little bit. I'm going to have to go with number one. Yeah. I'm going to have to give you a clock. Yeah. No matter what, you're going to stand next to someone. Yeah. What? What? Why number three or number four? Because the big guy? Eh. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Are you and the big guy are pairing up if you use one of the urinals next to them, I guess. What? Is the fucking stall? I was about to say, yeah, because I'm going to go stand next to the one? other two dudes. You guys ready for this, this doozy of a next one? I guess. Fucking A. Oh, fucking hell. Number one. Number yeah. One. Number one. 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 There is one, three, five, or the door. Oh, you can choose the door? You can. Oh, I'm choosing the door. option every time. Door. It's either one or the door. I'm going with the door. We going door, go Tommy? Door. I'm going to go with the door. I'm going yeah. to go with the door. Yeah. There's only two choices in that kind of situation. Leave pretending that you haven't actually meant to go in there, wait a little while, and then go back in, or make a beeline for the sink and wash your hands. Yep. Or the stall. Or find the fucking stall. Yeah. But that has been the urinal game. Hmm. Thank you, Clever Media. Copyright 1997. <laughs> yeah, that was... Hey, Liv. Wacky's pee-pee. Bench through things. There you go. Well, that was a... Certainly an interesting three things there, Ben. There's no denying that. Uh, Tommy, what you got coming out this week? I don't know. 
some City Connect rankings. Yes. Okay, Ben. We got a podcast coming out this week. We do. And we also have a video idea that would be coming out as well. It's just a. We're out of milk at the moment. Oh God! But um, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I'll show you. I'll show you what the video is gonna be covering. Oh God! I got another idea for him when he comes back, since he's going somewhere. Oh my God! I've been farting like a motherfucker recently. Okay, he has returned. We don't have milk. Uh huh. We need milk for the video, is because we will be. Me and my little brother will be in this video, by the way. Ooh. But we will be breaking into a box of. Oh, Mahomes Magic. September 11th, 2021. (laughs) Mahomes Magic Crunch. Mahomes Magic Crunch. Inspired on 9 11. Yeah, it says it right there. Nice. Expired on 9-11 of 2021. So I I had another idea for you. I think I might actually have to work 9-11. Let me see. I have another idea for you there, Ben. Uh, Since you're already going to Mizzou Day at the K, and it is Mizzou-related content. I could film some stuff if I see some other people there. No, but you know. It was there last year. Yeah. I saw Drinkwitz. I was literally like my desk width away from Drinkwitz. <sighs> you should have asked him a question like left hand for ass or well, right hand for ass, left hand for tits. He had all of his, he had all of his um, security his children right there with oh. him. With his, oh, who cares? Donnie, who cares? Ask him if he's a breast or thigh guy and he'll know. <laughs> if he says chicken, you know, who cares? You know, he'll get it. Ask him left how badly he wants Bob. to... Left for Bob, right for Virginia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ask him who his favorite uh, MLS team is. This will be a potential video if whenever we get milk next. Um, uh, <laughs> Ask him who his make favorite... Make sure you come back when you get milk. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, me and Ben have a... This week's Earning Our Stripes come out this week, where we went over quite a bit, <laughs> including um, how, to, how to put this lightly, Ben's entire junior year of Marching Mizzou. Basically. <laughs> against South Carolina, too. And North Texas. And, and North Texas. And several others. So we talked about that. As we reviewed the 2021 South Carolina game between them and Mizzou. The next one after that will be us reviewing the 2013 number 25 Mizzou versus number 7 Georgia game. The game that is legendary for uh, Matty Mock coming in and then Bud Sasser throwing in a fucking touchdown pass 45 yards down the field. For those of you who don't know, Bud Sasser was a wide receiver (laughs) and he... Through a fucking dime. Very Muhammad Sanu of him. 
So we got that coming out this week. I've got the article that we did a little bit preview on coming out this week. As I finish that up. Uh, and gentlemen, we get to do something we haven't done in a long time right now. Get to find out the teams Rich Hill played for it? No. Gentlemen. Fantasy football? It's time for motherfucking picks. Because we actually have lines on motherfucking preseason games. Okay. <laughs> Tommy is having an ex- existential crisis right now. We're going to go to sleep. <laughs> Alright, so Tommy's going to has picked the tie for every single game. No, I'm just kidding. Alright, we get things started. The line is dead even. Steelers at Buccaneers. Steelers. Steelers are going to Okay. Steelers. Baker Mayfield going to lose his first game as a Buck. Okay, so. What did you say? Baker Mayfield going to lose his first game as a Buck. Guys, I'll be right back. I go get my charger upstairs. Yeah, I got to agree. I'm also going with Pitt on that one. Yo, look at that. Tommy's got his anime swords on his dresser back there. That's fucking cringe as shit. Even I don't have that. God. He's such a fucking weeb. Oh, Brock, do you see... You see that red thing back there behind me? Kind of. That red circle? Yeah. It says, I'm a fan... Men's College World Series 2023 on that side. Hey. It's the fan. Hell yeah. So anyway, back to Tommy. It's on, my, it's on my magnet board back there. Back back to Tommy and this, you know, his swords yeah. over there. Do you think he's going to die a virgin? I'd, I'd do that first. What did you say? Just commenting on your, your swords on your desk. Anyway, continue. Uh, no, we need to talk about this for a second here, bud. We need to have an intervention with you. You really do to need Tommy. to get a girlfriend. Oh. We need to get Tommy a Kareem Hunt. Waste of time. <laughs> a girlfriend's Kareem a waste Hunt of time. Future. Oh, my God. Women deserve less. Deluxe edition. Jesus Christ. You're going to die a virgin. I, I like the amount of, amount of money I have right now. I really don't want to waste it. Yeah, I like the amount of money I have now, too, but I'm not wasting it. Anyway, next game... Atlanta at Miami. The line is two and a half in favor of the Falcons. Uh, Miami. Miami's winning that Dirty ass birds. Okay, so... Tommy is going at Miami. Ben? Who are you going with? Miami. Okay. I will be the contrarian. I have Atlanta. Because I feel like the backups for the Dirty Birds are better than the backups for the Dolphins, as we saw last year. Uh, where the fuck are they at? There they are. You know the backup quarterback for the Dolphins is Mike White, right? Uh, No, the backup quarterback for the Dolphins is a guy that I played against in high school. And Mike White. Down in Los Angeles, we have a battle for L.A. as the Chargers and Rams duke it out. The Rams are three-point favorites. Rams and who again? 
Chargers. Uh, I don't know. Chargers, I guess. Stetson Bennett's been looking good. Getting tuned up to finish second place in the AFC West. So Ben's taking the Rams. Tommy's taking the Chargers. I am also taking the Chargers. And Finalamar. God. We head down to Nolens. Where the Saints are three-point favorites against the Chiefs. We're not going the three-point line. Favorite line, we're going to go the over-under. Over-under is 38, gentlemen. Under. Under. This is a preseason game, not a fucking actual game. I am maybe going maybe to maybe also maybe take maybe the under. Maybe 28 points the entire game. <laughs> maybe. And then for shits and giggles, uh, we'll go ahead and choose who we think is going to win that game. Uh, Saints are three-point favorites against the Chiefs. You already know my answer. Chiefs are winning that game. It's preseason. I mean, Saints are Tommy's I mean, taking right there. Tommy's taking Nolans. Ben's taking Kansas City. Right there. And I'm taking a hurricane hitting this dome, and they don't play. Fucked up. That's fucked up. On this episode of how fucked up is fucked up. That's it's pretty fucked up. Realize the last time a hurricane affected the dome, they went on to win the Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Tommy, you can get tickets to that game for as low as eight dollars. Cool. I think I told Tommy about that a while back. And you can get tickets to the Cowboys Jaguars for as low as six dollars. Is that game in Arlington, or is it, it is. in Jackson? It's in Arlington. Might be the cheapest Jerry, ever seen. Jerry World. Jets and Panthers are as low as nine dollars. Six dollars to go watch the Broncos and Cardinals in Arizona. Four fucking dollars. Four fucking dollars for the Commanders and Browns in Cleveland. Four dollars. And you can watch NFL football. Do either of you gentlemen have... Are we doing any more games, Brock? Do either one of you gentlemen have four dollars on you? Yeah. Then you can go I'll watch have cash on me. I don't carry cash on me anymore. Then you can go watch NFL football. For five dollars, you can watch the Falcons Dolphins game. For nine dollars, Ben, you could go watch your Lions play at home against the Giants. The most expensive. I don't know if I want to fly to Detroit just to see the Lions. Play I, the Giants. I wouldn't want to fly to Detroit. Period. The most expensive ticket going for a game is the 49ers and Raiders at ninety-five dollars for a ticket. Well, where is that? In, in Vegas. Oh, in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if there's any others here. Is there any battles for a stage or something that I can do for us? No. What's, what's the Jets game, Brock? What's uh, the Jets game? Oh, boy. <clears throat> you want to do the Jets game, Ben? Yes, please. All right, well, I'm picking Kansas City in that previously mentioned game. All right, New York Jets travel down to Charlotte to take on the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are three and a half point favorites. Jets. It is preseason, so I'm taking the Milf Hunter. 
Okay. The Jets. Zach Wilson, the MILF Hunter, preseason. I am going to go with Carolina. I think Sam Darnold gets his revenge. I see ghosts. So, to review, these are the picks that we have, because we actually are doing picks. Holy shit. Tommy has Pittsburgh, Miami, the Chargers, the Under, New Orleans, and the Jets. Ben has Pittsburgh, Miami, the Rams, the Under, Kansas City, and the Jets. I have Pittsburgh, Atlanta, the Chargers, the Under, Kansas City, and the Panthers. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Where can you be found on Twitter, Mr. Haley? Uh, Dude underscore Rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized. Mr. Ben. When you found at Elite Tiger Sports, at Elite Tiger Sport 1, the E, the T, and the S are capitalized. And where can people find the YouTube channel and EOS? You can find EOS on YouTube at Elite Tiger Sports. The E, the T, and the S are capitalized all in one word. Go and listen to it. It's really good. We, we broke some more news this week uh, involving the marching band. And there is Tommy Midriff right there. Yeah? Tommy Midriff. We just saw Tommy Midriff. I can be followed on X videos. It's fucking Twitter, dumbass. I can be followed on X videos. His mom, mom named Twitter, so I'm calling Twitter. I can be found on X videos where I upload the full things of Big Time Talkers. Where I upload full episodes of Big Time Talkers on X videos, and we've gotten the most views that we ever do. No shot, you're fucking lying. And it's just pictures of Tommy, and it said, and it's always skinny white boy gets fucked. Anyway, no, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BrockGordon99. The B and the G are capitalized. You can follow B Card Entertainment on Twitter <laughs> at B underscore Card ENT. What? Is he looking it up? Said that to him. Said that to him. What the fuck was that? What the fuck did I watch? I don't know if I want to see Wendy's sending. Oh God! What? Oh. Okay. Exactly right. That's lovely. That's not enough. That is not enough. Actually, no. That is enough. That's a enough of this episode of Big Time Talkers. We'll see you next week. Where? Hey guys. Drink uh, lots of water. Join. Make join. Sure you, join sure the, the fucking. Pick the correct stall, because it's not fucking gay. Whoa! Whoa! Stupid, sorry. Whoa! Damn! Cancel him. Cancel him like y'all canceled Jason Aldean. Making his song number one in all charts. I don't care. So Tommy can also be number one. I... I'm a... During Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.